Hello, and welcome to The Disc Course, the podcast where we all ask the question, Hey, did Kay Applegate steal this from Discord? Discord? Nope, Discworld. Wow, I got that wrong three times, huh? You want to try that again? No, it's fine. (laughs) Also, I didn't ask that question because I never read those books. I also never read the books, but like everyone knows about Tobias turning into the hawk for too long. No, I don't. I know nothing. (laughs) That's like the one thing I know about um, fucking Animorphs, along with the ant that turned into a person and had a fucking crisis. I, the thing I know about Animorphs is that it was actually a story about child soldiers and extreme trauma, and no one ever picked up on that until years later. Yeah, like Gundam, yeah. which I'm watching now. Oh, wow, cool robot. <laughs> yeah. Wow, uh, cool hawk. I can't believe it only took. I can't believe it only took until episode ten for Gundam to pull the fucking char. I've never betrayed anyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always wanted to watch that Gundam series. It's really. Um, it's fr- I'm watching the original. It's really good. It's I've, very I've good. meant to get into Gundam for a long time, but I like, like, it. F- first of all, first of all, steal it, steal it. The Blu-rays will cost you fucking one hundred and fifty oh. bucks. Um, Holy, I don't pay for anything anymore. Yeah, half the time Gundam info on YouTube has the entire like catalog on there. Usually, they just yeah. rotate the stuff in and out. But Fuck, like the yeah. the fucking the, at the opening of every episode of Gundam seventy nine is um like hey yo in one month both the fucking uh, human federation and the split off like Xeon principality killed half of each other's populations. This wow. is fucked. Also the fun. bad anim- the bad animation is much easier to stomach after watching a documentary and hearing that oh yeah the head animator was in hospital and. Er- while he was in hospital, yeah. he had to endure watching the bad animation on TV going, Oh god, oh, please, no. I need to get better. I need to get better, please. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. The three of us have watched enough fucking Lupin the Third. <laughs> like, we're inoculated against 70s anime, it's fine. <laughs> oh, true, true. We, um, d- do we want to do introductions? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sorry. Yeah, who's sorry. on this podcast? Yeah, who, yeah. who the fuck are you? <laughs> who are I'm we? Holly. I'm Holly, and joining me as always is Mark. Hi, I'm an apple tree now. Uh huh. Great, wonderful. Um, Julie. I'm just wrestling my leaves into the microphone. I hope it <laughs> comes through. <laughs> Julie. Hello. <laughs> I'm Idaho. <laughs> and Jess. Hi, I'm a staff that uh, flies through the air like a helicopter. You're a staff that just beat the fucking shit out of some wolves. I sure the fuck am, Holly. How did you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we have started on Disc Course a new book, um, Equal Rights, the one where Terry Pratchett finally knows what women are. He figures it out. Finally. He figures it out. He's like, us. Female characters don't have to be sexy? (laughs) It's only been four years that I've been writing. Damn. (laughs) Sexism is over. Hold on. Sexism is cancelled party 2020. <laughs> Granny's a little bit sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a th- is Granny Weatherwax a gilf? The longest forum thread in the history of the internet. That's like one thing that like sort of like in this one she's described as like how like like stereotypical witch shit like weird yeah. warty hands. She's uh, like a crone. She's a crone. She definitely becomes less like that. That all that shit goes on to one of her friends, uh, Nanny Og, and she just sort of becomes like sort of like McGonagall. Honestly, she looks like McGonagall in like a, all a the real artwork. S- yes. Yeah. 
She be t- she turns real more into like a stern mom at some point. Does you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the thing with uh, how Aunt May just keeps getting younger and sexier in all the Spider-Man <laughs> she, media. She steals the life from Uncle Ben constantly. <laughs> yes, every every alternate reality that Uncle Ben dies in just makes her stronger. Turns out she was some evil physicist the whole time who was just creating alternate universes to sap her husband's life in other universes. God. Yeah. Hold on, that Mo- I gotta, just just I gotta go write that real quick, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's a fanfic. Most people would just get a divorce, but she really wanted the vengeance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we have read the first quarter of Equal Rights, a book I have not read uh, since I read like the other uh, first two Discworld books. Um, yeah. What is what, Julie? What is your history with this book? Uh, I glanced at it. Unfortunately, uh, I just never got around to fully reading it, especially because oh, at okay. the time I got into Discworld, uh, I was still very confused and for some reason thought I was a boy. Um, oh, yeah, so, same. Oh, so, same. Very, so very much was uh, went through the weird balance of, oh, I don't know if I should be the one reading this, if I'll get a lot out of it, and also like, mm. eh, it's not really for me. It can't be. Like... <laughs> Julie? Oh, this guy, I can never Julie. relate to anything about fixed gender roles in society. Julie, come on, <laughs> Julie, come on, yeah. come the fuck on, Julie. Meanwhile, I'm just going to be over here reading all the books about death because that's you know fine, that's cool. Yeah. There's nothing wrong there. Yeah, Julie, wrong what, what, hey, what level of fucking uh, gender confusion are you on? Uh, one second, like level six or seven, my dude. <laughs> You're like a little baby. Watch this. Refuses to read which book. <laughs> Very much so. Listen, I'd already, yeah. I'd already gone through most of my childhood, like early childhood, reading uh, a fantasy series, fantasy series that was very much about a young girl disguising herself as a boy to become a knight. And uh, yeah. I was, I, I dealt with enough confusion by that point uh, when I was a teenager. So I was like, I'm oh, good. <laughs> See, good. in yeah. high school. See, that that's silly. Listen, I never, I'd never be obsessed with a form of media that um, has a girl have to pretend to be a boy constantly or in high school host club. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. God. Anyway. It was was very much like, by the time I was 12, I'd filled the the gender confusion beaker up to, like, just the brim. I was like, no anymore. That's just gonna tip over. I I can't risk that. (laughs) I can't do this anymore. My, mine is, I just fucking filled that glass and it kept overfilling for eight years of my goddamn life. Yeah, and I you, was just too you, stupid to notice anything was happening. You took that glass and you put it in a bucket and you're like, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah. Again, I've told this story multiple times. Fucking. You love like, this story. When I was 16 or 17 in high school, um, my friends. You were in a got, host club. No. <laughs> you knocked over uh, a valuable vase, yeah. Uh-huh. My friend like so we had like a secret Santa thing that my friends did and um my friend uh who was in fact a girl named Sean as it happens. Um hmm. uh, that gender she- confusion glass just funking. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a rattling. She got me uh the movie Serenity, the Firefly movie Serenity on DVD. Which I never wound up watching, but it was wrapped in a woman's thong, which I did the whole haha try on, and uh, then kept in a fucking memento box for eight years. Memento Boy. box. The cards. Straight the cards said, <laughs> "Here, 
Merry Christmas. Hope this doesn't awaken anything in you. <laughs> and I kept trying it on, like, like fucking once or twice a year, like, till I moved out. I'm and just, I just felt sad. And I'm I really, didn't know why. I'm really more fixated on the mento box thing, just because that, like, I'm just imagining a, a very ornate, like, rosewood box. Like, <laughs> you're imagining the wrong thing. It was the box with fucking Pokemon on it. Um, it was like a fucking tin. God. It, was a, it was a tin box with Pokemon on it, and it had that thong, the fucking uh, N64 controller stick that I oh swapped God. out for a GameCube one. <laughs> I, 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 need, I need, like, a Left at London, uh, like, Weird Al Yankovic-style cover of uh, Bare Naked Lady shoebox, where it's just about, like, all the weird stuff confused trans people kept in, like, a box somewhere for their entire oh, life. I haven't no. even gotten into the fucking secret skirts in the closet yet, but, you know. Hmm. Uh, anyway, Discworld. That sounds like a metaphor. I don't know. Who mm. likes a Discworld? I love a Discworld. Oh, oh the secret skirts? That's my, my favorite, uh... Fire Emblem, the secret skirts. And I, I was gonna say crunch punk band but sure <laughs> yeah i was, I was gonna say punk? like my favorite indie ep like <laughs> i forget what kind of punk i think i meant to say crust punk but i also meant to say grunge you know what you love the crunch grunt grunge punk you know <laughs> oh no 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 you're thinking of secret scars um no 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 i'm not no. I guarantee no. you I'm not. That one doesn't work when you say it out loud, but it would work in writing, which I appreciate. Right. Terry Pratchett likes this. Speaking of Terry Pratchett, we read a book. We did read a book written by Mr. Terry Pratchett. Please oh, this... have mercy on us. Please don't curse our podcast. Please. Please. Please one Terry. cursing was enough. <laughs> we don't have... Wait, listen. We don't have to worry again until uh, episode 15, where he tries to stop us from getting to episode 16. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's comes part of eights. the problem. Part of the problem is we just have to stop saying his name. It's like Beetlejuice. It's true. We do. We give him power every time we say his name. <laughs> yeah. Um, equal rights starts off as well, with the last. Sorry. Before before we start, do you guys uh, in your books do you have like the dedication at the beginning? Yes. Yes. Um, um, where he's like, I will, would like it to be clearly understood that this book is not wacky. Only dumb redheads in 50 sitcoms are wacky. No, it's not zany either. Um, yeah. I love I, that. Yeah, I've never bothered <laughs> fucking reading this, but yeah, that's in our copy as well. Just, I, I just, it, I just heard nice. the Simpsons line, why does it have to be zany? <laughs> <laughs> this is it's... a very serious book about wizards. Very yes. serious. <laughs> Gender is very serious. Do not, do not make light of it. So, we open up, as with the entirety of the last book, with some wizards messing up everything. Yeah. Or a singular wizard uh, messing Well, I suppose first first we get the traditional fucking introduction to Discworld, except this time it's silly. He's had enough with all the fucking uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey shit, and he's like, What if the Discworld was a big pizza? No anchovies, please! Yeah, <laughs> it's very good. I just, I, I love how he... He literally describes it like it's a cinematic. He's like, a brass note sounds. It's a deep, vibrating chord that hints at the brass section that may break in at any moment with a fair fare of the cosmos. I, yeah. he, it's like he's writing a fucking script for the movie that I, never got like made. That's like fucking literally also Spraff uh, Zarathustra. That's like the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And and then you know what if it was a pizza pie? <laughs> when I the moon hits your eye. eye. <laughs> I do really like uh, in future Discworld books, uh, Pratchett. Like he kind of tailors the introduction of Discworld in the universe to the book specifically. Yeah, like, the fifth elephant is all about how, hey, why is there only four elephants on this thing? <laughs> Legends say blah 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 blue. Like, with soul music, I like that he describes the beginning of the universe to soul music as someone giving it a musical countdown. Oh, yeah, like the fucking listening monks, and they're like, yeah. some say that the most advanced of the monks can hear the creator saying, a one, a two, a one, <laughs> two, three. Uh. <laughs> And, and then the fun. Big Bang happens. <laughs> God. But so, after we get our silly little uh, Discworld introduction, we are introduced to a wizard who is r- going up the Ramtop Mountains, which is one of my favorite settings in the book. It's basically fantasy Scotland, kind of, is the vibe I get from it. A yeah. little bit, yeah. It's, it's, way more it's Highlands. In, it's... It's, it's way more pronounced in Weird Sisters Onward. Yeah, I mean, you get you get the vibe that, like, Granny Weatherwax has, like, an accent that's, like, Scottish or something. Yeah, it's, it's like, in later books, it is directly contrasted with Ankhmore Pork by various characters. That's just a fuck. it's a rural backwater, basically. Like, yeah, yeah um, the Ram, the Ramtals very much becomes, like, the stand-in for the country in uh, Discworld. Yeah. Okay. Um, like, a, a later book has a joke about how the country's only piece of, piece of flat land is in a museum. Um, <laughs> and this one has a, a line I really liked about how there were river valleys so deep that by the time the sun reached the bottom, it was time for it to leave. I, that's great. That's grand. The way yeah. he describes light in, like, this first quarter of the book is so, like, it's honestly very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, he he, and we've seen this in like we we saw this in in Light Fantastic and Color of Magic too. That it's it's got like a living quality to it. That yeah, he, he personifies it in such an interesting way. He it's describes like it way more like water. Yeah, like there's a very liquid quality to it that is it conjures up a very strong mental image. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it gives me the impression that it, like of like it like ebbing and flowing. Like it gets brighter and then it gets dimmer and like kind yeah. of like pulses almost. Yeah. Um, there's also a line slightly later on about how, um, the mist furled around him. It would have done so anyway, but it was, it was experienced mist. It knew what it was doing. I Um, fucking love that. (laughs) But so there is an old wizard who's like using his staff, like he's just tossing his fucking staff up in the air and it points in a direction. It's like, okay, gonna keep going this way. Yeah. Just like the worst dowsing rod. (laughs) Yeah. As he, as he keeps going, um, like... It's silent for a few seconds, and then like the mist churns around an invisible figure. It's death. The wizard's yeah. dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just chilling out. And I like like they keep he keeps slipping in like ways that the wizard kind of knows death is there because there's like animals reacting and stuff. So I like I like the goats reacting to death, um, right. because I love goats. Canonically, I in later books it's only wizards and cats. I think. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Fair. Uh, but well, you mean their yeah. little uh, their little rectangle pupils don't help them see death? <laughs> no, no. I... Only if death is like very short and squat. <laughs> <laughs> it's death, but he's, it's like he's in a funhouse mirror. <laughs> yeah. If, Go- if goats death... got widescreen forced upon them. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, if Death tripped and fell onto his hands and knees, then I, they would see him. Yeah, I do wonder. Um, I read a, uh, I reread a recent article uh, before reading this first quarter of the book by Brianna Pratchett that was like eulogy for um, her dad and everything, uh-huh. and uh, it reminded me that for a long time Terry Pratchett's wife just lived a sustainable farm life in the English countryside and okay that explains a lot he he just loved goats so I think this is when he was writing this book honestly I also love goats I love this Um, so like he was just raising goats with his wife living out in the middle of nowhere and just I I think like the the scriptures of nature and like the constant bringing up of goats uh, which we'll see later I think a lot of that was influenced by his lifestyle at that point goals honestly true yeah. wish that were me i would love to have a goat <laughs> i love goats so much yeah goats we, rule. we have talked about it we're like mm, someday we could get a goat. <laughs> if we ever actually have a fucking house um yeah we need a goat immediately <laughs> but so he's walking along because he's he he's heard word that um an eighth son is about to give birth to an eighth child um <laughs> An eighth gender withheld. <laughs> yeah. Gender eighth. and name withheld. Eighth baby? Yeah. An eighth. Oh, I can't read the rest. It's all smudged up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's, he's coming up to this little backwater. And I love um, uh, one of these paragraph starts. It was, in fact, one of those places that existed merely so that people yes. can have come from them. I- I love the line, yeah. someone important was, against all gynecological probability, born halfway <laughs> up a wall. Oh, it's so good. Like, like even this early on, this this is the type of shit that Terry Pratchett loves, and I'm so happy to see it so early in the book. <laughs> uh, book series. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's very, like, cute and playful. Yeah. But he's like... Uh, he comes upon the village smithy where everyone is because it's cold and shitty, <laughs> um, because these are the mountains. Yes, he's, this is, this is the local diner where all the locals hang out. Basically. It's the one place with heat. Yeah. yeah. He's like, what, what, what is, what's this place called, sir? And he's like, it's called Badass. <laughs> what the excellent, fuck? Excellent name for a town. <laughs> and sure. I, to be, to be specific, it is Bad Space Ass. Yeah. Some lore, um, apparently the name comes from a particularly recalcitrant donkey. Um, okay. Of course. But yeah, um, as soon Sorry, as Sorry, is, is that a fictional donkey or a real donkey that Terry Pratchett knew? It's, Maybe it's both. A, it's a fake donkey in the fucking uh, canon of Discworld. That rules. Oh, okay. I'm just reminded of that one town, I think it was either in England or New Zealand, where they kept having their town sign stolen... Because, oh, because it was or, named, like... It, well, not even solid, it kept being vandalized because the town name was Lunt. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm thinking of a... I forget what the fucking... It was... It's like... Like, like a, a fucking road sign had to be, like, fitted with another sign that said, We got RFID trackers in this thing. Yeah. Um, because it was, it was some shit, like, fucking... Like... like Intercourse, oh. Pennsylvania. It was like yeah, 69th like... Ave or something. Like... <laughs> oh, like the 69th mile marker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's yeah. also, um, there's also fucking Austria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I th- at first I thought you were just saying, like, that for emphasis. <laughs> oh, I no. Mean, no, no, no. I mean, there is a, 
there is a town called Hell in Michigan. Yeah. That's that makes sense. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to the show and you're from Michigan, fuck you. Just kidding. Not to go to Futurama, but like, oh uh, man, Hell's in New Jersey? Never would have guessed. Um, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. But... Uh, so as soon as the wizard mentions, like, yo, I'm a wizard, and you're the eighth son, and you're about to have an eighth child. An eighth um, son, I assume, yes? <laughs> yeah, he, like, orders all these, fu- like, fucking everyone else out of the forge, and he has a chat with the wizard. It's like, so, uh, here wizards can, like, give other people their power, and it's like, yeah, yeah, when we're about to die. And how long do you- six minutes! <laughs> yeah. Oh! <laughs> Sure, it would be nice I, if your wife would hurry up. Yeah, I, f- I really like how quickly the blacksmith is like, mm, yeah, okay, let's do that. <laughs> like, he thinks about it for, like, three seconds. It's like, oh, it would be kind of cool to have a wizard child. Sure. Sure, I ain't paid to think about things. <laughs> I'm just a simple smith. <laughs> yeah, the way he thinks about it is like, oh, so people would probably think it was cool if I my kid was the only wizard in, in the area. Yeah, <laughs> like as as we find out later, being the area witch is like a very valued profession. It's the same thing as like a wizard, except it's a very feared profession. I imagine. Mm. Yeah, they hear they hear the baby start crying upstairs because his wife's like just giving birth. I guess. And it's like and... bring the child here. We need to fill it up with magic. <laughs> yeah, and they say that. Uh, Granny Weatherwax is like the midwife, basically. She's the witch slash baby deliverer. Yeah, this um this super becomes Nanny Og's thing um in all future witch books. They they basically divide up all the parts of Granny Weatherwax into three witches, and it just becomes a much better character dynamic. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair, because I, I, I don't know. I I'm a little sad to hear that because I like kind of how much she does. Like she's. Like, already yeah. really multifaceted and it's it's been 50 pages of this book like like so the best way I can describe is like so she's like a real prim and proper like no nonsense sort of witch but she also is a fucking bedside man or midwife and like a friend of animals sort of thing yeah they just, they just like shove all of the fucking intimidating witch energy into granny weatherwax and like all of the folksy Hey ho! I'm just a witch. Um, let me deliver your baby into Nanny Og and all of the fucking hippie bullshit into um, fucking Magrat. Yeah, well, the because the thing that I found that I really liked about her—not to kind of like skip ahead on a bunch of stuff—but like, she's very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. She's nurturing, but she's not maternal in any way. And that's that's stuff that I really like. That's. It's an interesting right. thing to put together is that she knows a lot, but, like, she's not emotionally intelligent at all. Like, later on when she has to comfort-esque, like, she she can't. Like, yeah. That remains a... Th- you'll be happy to know that remains a thing. Okay, because, like, I mean, still... you can be a midwife and not be emotionally intelligent in any fashion. Like, no, she, no. She's, le- she's less a midwife and more of a village doctor in later books, because that's, like, her thing. But, like, mm-hmm. she... Uh, uh, something... So, like, she's... A comparison is made between her and Magrat, who's, like, just sort of... She's a lot younger and, like, just sort of, like, a pushover, kind of. And she mm-hmm. wants to be good with kids, and they fucking hate her. <laughs> Meanwhile, Granny Weatherwax just calls them little fucking bastards, and they love her. Good. Oh, that's good. Kids will respect that. I Same, found. frankly, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little shit. I, I used to do a lot of babysitting, and kids were like, cool. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. all right, you fucking call me if you're bleeding. And they're like, okay. 
and, I, and one other one other Granny Weatherwax change that I really like in later books is like she. It's mentioned that she hates flying in this book. Mm-hmm. She's ambivalent towards flying in later books. She's in fact an excellent flyer in terms of speed. Um, <laughs> just don't ask her to turn <laughs> like out of the way of a clothesline or a church steeple or a mountain. It, it's <laughs> like it. It very much is the stereotype of a lot of uh, elderly family members who can drive. But do you want them to? Right, but they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, everyone else just get out of the way. So anyway, the wizard, the, the, the fucking what's his face Smith? Because like they they do name like Gordo. people after the Gordo. Gordo that's fucking, a Kirby enemy, and I fucking, can't deal with it. <laughs> the fucking guy from um, God, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like a fucking like. <laughs> 50s bully his name is gordo like mark i at least went to kirby enemy the fucking spiky boy um, uh-huh but um gordo smith is like yeah let's shove this fucking staff into our baby's head and shove the wizard soul up in there um yeah. he has no idea what's going on he's just like I-, I guess this is happening i don't know magic stuff whatever a wizard made me do it <laughs> Gra- granny weatherwax the whole time was like you don't want to Sir, please don't... Smith, I, I swear to fucking Christ. Right. Um, There's, like, the bit where they call her down with the baby, and she's like, listen, I know you want to give them your magic, but you should pro-, And they just, like, don't let her get a word in edgewise. <laughs> yeah, and anyway, the fuck... You fucked up a perfectly good baby girl is what you did. You, you filled her <laughs> full of boy juice. Look at it, it's a wizard. <laughs> yeah, they give... They have her hold on to the wizard staff, and that's, like, the passing of the magic. And so now I, she's full of... Boy, wizard magic. I I feel like I'm liking this book a lot more as an like I say an adult. I read this book when I was like 18 years old. Um, I feel like I'm liking it a lot more now because I can just latch onto the thing of you fucked up a girl, you filled it full yep. of boy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, hmm. And then like Granny Weatherwax immediately like opens the blanket and it's the, a girl and they're like ah oh, fuck ah beans. She's fucking smug as shit about it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, cause, well, because they're so rude to her. Like she's well, yeah. trying to be like uh, this is a it's a and they like I'm just trying to tell her. you <laughs> it's a girl dumbass. Like, yeah, she's like good job, idiot. Maybe you should have listened to me. If you well, let me speak one more word, <laughs> big move. Oh. I'm just thinking the fucking. I think it's from a meeting of Monty Python meeting of life bit was like is it a boy or a girl I feel like it's a bit early to be pushing um, expectations on it like that (laughs) yep and then and there's also like a a little bit in here of like the cat in the room like acts like it's all happy and excited to see someone but there's no one there because death is just like hey God, I love how death by the by the next by the next book, Mort. Death loves cats. Oh, it's so good! Wow, Mort is right after this. Yeah, yeah Mort it's is super book early. Four, That's and wild. It's the, it is the first Discworld book that I'm like, this is a fucking masterpiece. Please read this. Um, do Do we see death more in this book? Um, do I know? don't remember. He doesn't okay. appear again in this section, so that's yeah. all I know. I'm just, I like, it just makes me think that, like, it's weird that it's, like, death becomes so developed in that book, because, like, here it's still kind of, in this scene, it's just, like, uh, just vague, spooky death stuff. T- typically, you in non-death books, you will find one to two death cameos, so there's potential, I think, in this one. Mm-hmm. Already, like... We saw it happening in the last book where the f- fucking white um, uh, color of magic death was just like, haha, funny kill man. Um, 
already by last book, and especially in this book, he's like more of just like I'm a hey, I'm just here to like fucking help you to the other side, my dude. Um, you know you can't help them, right? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, time to become a tree. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting. Um, I, yeah, uh, the wizard here, Drum Billet, who, who gives a shit. Um, he's just like, well, what about reincarnation? And Death's like, mm, you right. you wouldn't like that one. You don't want oh, that think one. You can do better you than stop an ant. The beginning. <laughs> you think you can do better than an ant fucker? Yeah. He's like Death is like. Ooh, it's really. Mm, you probably. Ooh, it's really. I listen not like fun. three people. Listen like one or two people on the Discord reincarnate, and they've been doing it for a while. I listen, really like. like I, <laughs> I looked at your karma. It's not your gonna, credit score is really bad. Your, your, karma, <laughs> your karma score. Karma. Your karma credit. <laughs> you ain't gonna isekai well, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. It's, oh, you think you get to be a villainess in your next life? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Ant, you're a fucking ant. Season two coming 2021. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I really like in this book that Terry Pratchett, uh, he keeps going back to this whole thing about humans' presumptions that they can do animals' jobs better than they can. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like, no, you can't be an a- These animals have done this their entire lives. You can't. Yeah. Like, you need me. training. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, you, you can just fly? Just fucking fly? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Oh, you, Fucko. Ooh, you could just be an eagle? Dumbass. Oh, you think you could just suddenly try and flap arms with muscles three times the size of the ones you had in your old chest and just do that shit? Do you know what it's like to have hollow bones? Do you? <laughs> I I also really like in this part, uh, Drum Billet, like, now that he's dead and seeing things from the other side, he sees things in fourth dimension as well. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of stops be- I like that as a like fucking Trophimorty and shit but that sort of stops being a thing described by dead people in Discworld mm. yeah I like I like the, I like the line of uh, until we can figure out fourth dimensional fucking descriptions a cat shaped carrot will have to do <laughs> well I love it because it's cat- on yeah it reminds me of uh, back in the color of magic the chapter that shall not be named like that dude who also <laughs> saw time all fucked up like oh yeah, yeah. It's... Oh yeah, the the wizard dude with the eight faceted eyes. Yeah, the, yeah. he got the fucking jewel eyes or whatever the fuck. Bug yeah, eyes, I don't it know. Remi- like it reminds me of um, I think Slaughterhouse Five has like a yep. similar thing where the aliens. I are literally like, just said Trophimordians, Mark. I'm not sorry. everyone I... remembers the yeah, species sorry. of alien, Holly. Sorry for not being <laughs> sure if those are the aliens from Slaughterhouse Five, Holly. Everyone might remember if you say the book where the dude gets unstuck in time. Yeah, I was gonna say, as someone who's not read Slaughterhouse Five, I know the book. I do not know that alien species. Maybe someday yeah, in this okay. podcast we can read Curve Cur- Vonnegut. Yeah, in fifty years when we're done with Terry Pratchett. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> well, God. I mean, let's just get unstuck in time, and then we'll do all of them at once. It's true. We did Terry Pratchett. <laughs> yeah. We did Douglas Come on, Adams. Kids, we did Curve Vonnegut. We've already done them all. So, good job, us. <laughs> And I'm just thinking, fucking the the fucking Portal Two DLC where Cape Johnson gets uploaded to computers. Like, well, better keep myself busy by reading all the collected works of mankind. Boop, 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 boop. Well, that's over. Yeah. <sighs> hey, the next time you're reading the Brothers of Karamazov and wonder why they are busting so many ghosts, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Had to spice that up a bit. I'm gonna read this garbage for eternity. May as well make it interesting. <laughs> Christ. So and. Anyway, they fucking fucking the, 
Smith, uh, Ogden Smith, not Ogden, Gordo. whatever. Gor- Gordo Smith leaves the wizard on the fucking woodpile while Granny Weatherwax yeah. is like, neener, 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 neener. The way they do it is like weird because it's just kind of like he's talking to death so you know he's passed but you don't like see it it's just like he's suddenly passed yeah yeah and like you get the description of the smith um peeling his fucking bone ass fingers from his staff yeah it's so gross then there's a sequence of granny's like we gotta destroy the staff my dude here yeah. let, me, let me let me let me just put it in the fire for you ow fuck shit ow <laughs> it's very like she's she's very like uh a girl can't be a wizard that's fucked up don't don't do that and then the staff just forces the absolute shit out of, out of her norms. this yeah. fucking binary ass magic system yeah this is this is where it gets weird where i'm like mm, i don't feel great about this i feel like everyone's just kind of a piece of shit yeah i i didn't feel great for a lot of this reading because i'm like mm, mm, we're, we're really reinforcing this huh yeah, and like, like there's, there's, I like. Pro- go ahead. Mark. Sorry, I was just gonna say, like, I definitely am giving it a chance to like go wherever. Yeah, like there's there's glimpses of it later where I'm kind of interested in in some other stuff that happens where I'm like, okay, if we build on this and we so, see that, hey, it's not just you know, two sides of magic. Like, I don't yeah, because be like because so far, like, I don't feel like Granny Weatherwax is like an asshole. Like, I feel like she's trying to do the right thing, but she just doesn't know yeah. what's going on yeah well, and that's what yeah. they say about like or that's what granny herself says about like witch magic is that it's about sticking to tradition um right. and that's i again i haven't read this whole fucking book but i feel like that can be the arc for her is that sure. it doesn't have to I, be like that i will say this book goes some fucking places um i will say like from what i remember hold on to that idea of like um, people just let Eska do what she wants. Like, Good. that's what I that's what I remember happening. Fair. Good. And it's that's, it's it's yeah. also the it's also the case of, I think it's very much, uh, because Esk is just a baby, like a newborn at this point, and we see her in this first quarter as just a ch- kid. It's Ooh, more, I think, <laughs> it's more just a establishing. Uh, it, with Granny Weatherwax's perspective, it's more just establishing like the notions that exist in the world currently and mm-hmm. especially with um later discord books that i've i have read pratchett very much doesn't hold to the idea of tradition has to be a binary and it's like right. there's a right or wrong answer it's very much he has a much more fluid opinion of it especially as uh, his ideas develop throughout further books good good sure. i'd be interested yeah. to yeah. see that yeah, like we see we see gender in dwarves later on, and that's like explored way more. Oh God, so fucking yeah. cherry little bottom! Oh yes. my God, I should have realized so many things. But anyway, <laughs> anything going on? The the, the dwarf. We'll, we'll get into this in fucking feet of clay when it comes up. But the dwarves' whole thing is like, listen, you can in the privacy of your own home, you can be a girl, but don't fucking bring it into public. I, th- I mean, Terry Pratchett has a whole book later on called Monstrous Regiment, which is about four Monstrous species of Regiment different rules. of different girls running off to join the army, even though they're not supposed it's, to. Like, like that... Like, think, well, first of all, uh, it's a good thing that's a late book, and we won't get into it, to it until, like, 2024, but, um... Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that whole book's... That book's whole premise is spoiled if you're familiar with a fucking um, 19th century um, like, fucking... 
uh, satire called the Monstrous Regiment of Women or something. Mm. Huh. Okay. But yeah, um, but I uh, yeah. hold on. I want to ask. I have I have yeah. a question. Um, mm-hmm. So witches are women and wizards are men. Mm-hmm. Right. What what's the non-binary? Uh, yeah. Uh, magic casters. Who are they? I don't think Terry was quite woke enough to do that. I don't I mean know. in Discworld. I mean in general. Uh, oh. Who would as a oh, jokey oh, joke? Okay. okay. Uh, I think absolutely, I think absolutely, absolutely um, warlocks. Warlocks or sorcerers. Okay. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Oh, or I thought you said are sorcerers. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, we had druids. The druids were all men, though, right? We was don't that know that. A, was that confirmed? I I don't know. They, I, well... Only women we saw was the sacrifice, so maybe. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay, because I would say druids. That would Let's be my say... inclination. I mean, if you want druids, go for it. Okay. I feel like that's good. Yeah. That, you're absolutely right. It is I, good. I think <laughs> almost anything outside of uh, Witch and Wizard would be open to any other non-binary genders and such, but it's very much more the case of, oh, men have just inserted themselves into this role patriarchally and women just aren't allowed to be it, even though they totally could. It's fine. Or anyone else, honestly, that's not a man. Hey, turns out I super overestimated when uh, that thing was written. Um, The first blast of the trumpet against the monstrous regiment of women was written by a guy called John Knox in 1558. Oh, wow. (laughs) After trying to throw the staff in the fucking fire, Granny Weatherwax is like, ow, it shocked me, Jesus Christ, give yeah, me your axe. It, like, blows her back, <laughs> it shocks her, and fucking then Fucking she... Marty McFly, Back to the Future, fucking set the <laughs> stereo too high. Yes. And then she's like, give me your apron, I'm gonna wrap my hands in this, I'm gonna grab this axe, I'm gonna hit this, oh god, it almost took your head off, oh Jesus. Right. And then the smith is just like, mm, let's just put it in this dark corner and pile a bunch of stuff in front of it and just <laughs> pretend it's not there. Also, I do like that Granny Weatherwax does not really care that nearly took his head off. He cares that nearly took his head off. And he's yeah. like, is there any plan you have that may not behead me? And she's like, yeah, she's like, like as, not like, right now. <laughs> the axe head buried itself in the door and actually took off a sliver of his ear. And Granny Weatherwax at this point is like, Okay, that didn't work. Let me try. <laughs> I need a bigger axe. We need a gun. <laughs> no, no, that's not until men at arms. Go get Granny's gun. <laughs> Granny gets your gun. Granny. There's no business like witch business. Granny Weatherwax opens her purse and <laughs> she just has a Glock in it. <laughs> that's why they call her Glocky Weatherwax. <laughs> now watch it. Now, now ask the two things you need to learn about witching. Is that it's eighty percent headology, five percent uh, magic, and fifteen <laughs> percent. That's th- this is why witches don't need like fire magic. They just have guns. They just have guns. God. Stupid, stupid wizards! <laughs> just get a gun, idiot. Ooh, fire magic! Uh, just <laughs> give me my thirty-eight. The section where she talks about like things that magic is not for she's like mm, why would you do it why would you do it with magic when you could just pull out a gun it's so much more practical <laughs> you know what the fuck it is bitch <laughs> i mean <laughs> i won't hesitate bitch 
<laughs> I mean, later on in Good Omens, Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman did write about a witch who got burned at the stake, but had the foresight to fill her petticoats with gunpowder and shrapnel. And- oh, God, yes. She destroyed all those people. <laughs> Take that, Puritans. <laughs> I say as a lady from Plymouth, Massachusetts. Amazing. Eat fucking shit, Plymouth. <laughs> But so they bury the fucking wizard in the yard, and Esk grows up to be a normal young girl. Yes, we see... We don't get, a, like, a lot of her, like, growing up, but she's just, like... They talk a little bit about, like, they, things are normal, she's growing up mostly, except she likes to climb a tree. They talk about how her favorite climbing tree gets taller than all of the others, I'm like, oh, that's cute, it's like Esk's magic, like, manifesting itself. Mm, no, yeah. it's the fucking wizard they buried! Yeah, I, I really, I honestly thought that too until you just said, oh, they, they buried him in the yard. I was like, oh, I forgot they buried him in the yard. Oh, fuck, okay. No, it's all the fertilizer. <laughs> they talk the... to the wizard, it's like, I'm a tree now! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I love to Photoshop a size. That yummy wizard meat just makes the tree grow taller. Yeah. Mm. It's apples fucking suck. I love it. Just like, I'm just picturing, um, the, the bit from The Simpsons where Mr. Burns and Smithers go put, like, uh, barrels oh, of nuclear no, waste no, in the tree in the, the park. Tree. Nonsense, Smithers. Nonsense, yes. Smithers. That last tree hold nine drums. And they- <laughs> it's the same fucking thing with this wizard under the tree. Yeah. That last tree held nine wizards. <laughs> it's glowing, it's got tentacles. Like, there's a squirrel that comes that out is, with ivy. There's fucking. Thing. There's like a portal to the fucking dungeon dimension in the, the knot in the tree. Yeah, Gordo, there's something weird going on with that tree. A squirrel, a squirrel comes out and it fucking laser beams a cord and catches it with a tentacle. Yep. Yeah. So Escarina is growing up. Uh. And nothing's really... Granny Weatherwax is, like, watching over her, and nothing's really magic about her. She's just, like, a normal kid. And then we get a really good line, which is, um, the magic didn't seem to take a hold of her. And then, line break, but magic has a habit of laying low, like a rake in the grass. Yeah. (laughs) Teleport right back to Simpsons. (laughs) (laughs) Thwack. (laughs) This section of the book is a little bit Granny Weatherwax steps on rakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just her getting very frustrated because nothing is tradition. Um, but she's like a she's a fucking precocious ass child, always asking questions, and uh, this makes her parents feel upset because kids aren't supposed to do that. Yeah, she's like a she's like a mouthy little tomboy because she has four older brothers. Um, she has four older brothers, and she's filled up filled up with boy magic juice. Yeah, yeah. she just yeah. is gonna have to get some pills for that later. She's, she's <laughs> jokes, jokes, jokes. She's basically just me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where she's fucking mouthy and nobody likes it. Uh, <laughs> can I tell a fun story? Um, yes. I I was riding with my dad once, um, and I forget I forget what he was saying, but he was saying something. And then I'm like, "Well, you can do anything if you just don't care about it." Um, yeah, and you can do anything that way if you just don't give a shit. And she, he's like, "Okay." Um, <laughs> like he didn't like that I was being a smart ass at him, and he's like. All right, now I know how people feel when they talk to me. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Aw. I'm like, cool. Bonding. Uh, you know, he, he's very mad he raised a smart-ass child, but, you know, who raised me to be a smart-ass? Yeah. 
because with esque it's also just like she's just full of magic and just knows things sometimes so yeah i there's a little bit like slightly later on that i really like but uh, right here like she fucking angers her she she asks too many probing questions that her dad like fucking smacks her which hey that's fucked up well yeah the thing that i like about that is that he does it and oh then, Jesus Christ! What did I do? Um, yeah, there's yeah. there's no luxuriating in it. It is immediately wrong to have hit this child. Yeah, he's very he's always, he's immediately like embarrassed and ashamed and just like I've got to get And then the it. fucking six foot long length of oak comes up and beats him the shit out. Yeah. <laughs> The way the way it comes up is good because it's like oh he stomps he stomps to the forge and there's a big crack and a thud. And then after I must that, have hit my head on the fucking doorway. Yeah, dude, you're like five foot five, and the six the, the thing's like seven feet tall. Like, yeah. <laughs> For the rest of time, he would swear that he hit his head on the doorway, and that's why he got knocked out. It definitely wasn't the magic stick in the corner. It. I hit my head on this doorway that's two feet taller than my own head. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they talk about how like. For the rest of the day, everything just gets fucked up. Things just break and go moldy and whatever. I think the, the, I, like, oh yeah, like, she drops a vase. So I think that I, the broken crockery day was, like, a metaphor, but that she does actually, like, drop a fucking jug. Um, but then everyone's like, okay, okay, fuck this. We gotta get the three youngest people out of this goddamn house. Right. Ask, go with your brothers to Granny Weatherwax. Yeah, it's a- Make sure she's not fucking dead or something. Everything, everything, like, keeps fucking up, so the mom's just like, get out of the fucking house. I hate everything that's happening right now. Same. I need to deal with half as many people in this fucking house, or I swear to God. I yeah. had to give birth to eight children. Yeah, when you have house. When there are five children living in your house, I think that is completely reasonable. Yeah. Do you think people go for wizards? Do you think people are like, come on, come on, come on, if this is another son, we're set! <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, the eighth sun radar's going off. Get out. Get out of here. <laughs> Let's paint this fucking ceiling black and get ourselves another sun. Yeah! Um, but yeah, so they, they send all the kids over to Granny Weatherwax's to check on her and give her some stuff. Yeah, they send um, Esk and her, her brothers Cern and Galta. So we're doing it. We're doing a good job with the names, Terry. Yeah. We're, we're having fun. These are these are better than Zlor fucking Flannelfoot. I'm <laughs> sorry. Is Golta Smith really a great name, Holly? That's Jess, no. not a great my, name, but it's readable. I yeah, guess. like my my barometer going forward is if I met this person, would I start laughing? And um, I would <laughs> if I met somebody named Golta. Gulta if your name is, is Golta, please write into the show. <laughs> if you're named Golta, yeah. please reveal what. What fucking joke video game credits you're part of? Um. <laughs> if your name is Gulta, I hope you got your name from that uh, list of Japanese-generated uh, American baseball Bob Dugnut. <laughs> Bob Dugnut. Like, it's like there's um there's one bit in Balls Burgers when a mother calls out her kid's name in full. And it's like Logan Barry Bush, and everyone's like Logan Barry Bush. We, we didn't, didn't think, think it, it through. through. <laughs> I love that. Fu- That's a great episode of Balls Burgers. It's such oh, a good God. episode. Oh. Yeah, my son is also named Vord. My son is also my named, is also <laughs> named Gulta. <laughs> my son is also named Zlorf. <laughs> oh fuck, that should be the Twitter mm. title. <laughs> the next, the next cat we get, or the next pet we get, might be Zlorf. Um, but so they all go to Granny Weatherwax's house, and the next fucking. 
the next fucking five minutes of reading uh, plays out like a fucking horror um, yeah. fiction. See, it's, I oh, love yeah. this, though. Like, this is my favorite it's part great. of the reading. I love it. Like, these fucking kids just, like, the only one who wants to be there is Esk, and the other kids are like, oh, oh no, her house is dark. Oh, I guess she's not home by... Oh, the door is locked. I guess we gotta oh, go. No. Oh, I think there's actually a key in the privy. Oh, I'll get it. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then they go through this big, creepy, empty house. And there's a chrysalis in the middle of January? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck is... For butterflies, I, you know. I mean, you know, you can find, like, like dried chrysalises, like, all over the place, you know? If you oh, kept yeah, it somewhere dry, like in a privy, you know? Yeah, maybe it's uh, just empty. Maybe it's just, like, the shell. It's, it's, just the way, it's just the way that she treats it like it's, um, like, something precious and alive. But I guess she's a dumb fucking kid, I mean, so. she's a dumb fucking kid, you know? Yeah. Also, I wouldn't just go around crushing a fucking chrysalis. Like, they're cool, you know? Yeah. They eventually, like, they fucking search Franny Weatherwax's dark, cold house, and they finally come across her apparently dead in her bed, and they, like, like, the brothers fucking run, basically, and it's like, keep watch on Granny Bar! Yeah. They're like, (laughs) oh, we gotta go call the cops, actually. This is terrifying and ask is just like oh, it's fine i'll just sit here light some candles or else yeah. yes they so the the boys talk about how like oh you have to sit with someone has to sit with the body and light a bunch of candles uh because dad says something terrible will happen because something creepy will come and take you god if you don't i fu- i just i love the way that these like, the way that they talk about, like, their local witch and how she just turns into animals and how they're like, ooh, you gotta stay with the body. Like, I don't know. These are, these like, very it's, clearly, like, stupid country kids. And yeah, I say that with love. Sort of related to that. I love when they're talking about, like, how magic can do anything. And Esk just, because she has fucking wizard bullshit in her, um, she instinctively knows, like, no, no, it's like that's, a seesaw. Like, if you want rules. to do something, you gotta put some weight on the other side. There's a good like, exchange. The, the brothers are just both like, no, that wizard made some doves. This yeah. is, I, I've, the way, the when, when she says, oh, it's like a seesaw, and like the brother's first response is like, oh, I can't imagine Granny Weatherwax on a seesaw. Yeah. Like, I've yeah, had. Isn't that fair this, with the wizard have a swing? I've had this exact conversation with kids who've gotten in trouble and, been, and they go like, oh, why am I in trouble? I didn't do much. It's like, because you have a history based on this. History? I scored like 50% in history in my test last week. Oh. I don't get... Shut up! <laughs> history? My English fucking... teacher's the one who fucking get me to detention. Like a fucking 90s like... sitcom quip. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, oh I'm God. expecting one of the fucking, like, uh, Tim Allen to come in here like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 But so Granny Weatherwax is not dead. Um, Right. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I got to make some dumb joke right now. Uh, They talk about the the herbs that, you know, grow outside her house. Right. Yeah, that some pigeons sometimes come and eat and then they either don't come out at all or they come out extremely high. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I love that Granny's just out here growing that weed, you know? Yeah. (laughs) She's growing all those strains. That herb. Granny Weatherkush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one this is related to our other podcast, but this does remind me about how I saw and retweeted something about how there's Lupin themed vape juice. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God damn it. Great. Where is the Discworld weed? Where is it? All the druids are bow guarding it. Come yeah. on. <laughs> 
God. God. All the the fucking uh, dryads and stuff are just like <laughs> the dry the dryads and the druids and Ridcully. <laughs> Only Ridcully though. Uh, yeah, because all the all we know all the wizards vape. Like yes, absolutely. Do you? Th- do you think they have weed in the dungeon dimension? Is it like fucked up weird weed? They no, got they the don't. dankest they, weed in the dungeon dimension. They don't have any, and that's why they gotta get to the real dimension. <laughs> you know why? Right. God. That's why I gotta get to somewhere that has it legal. Um. The dungeon dimension is the. <laughs> the dungeon dimension is the name of my bong. <laughs> Here's here's an illustration of just how big of a weenie I am. I fucking use... I, I opened up a fucking onion browser to be untraceable. It's like, where to buy weed in New Jersey? Well, where's the weed, Holly? Where I don't you? know! <laughs> Damn. I reached 27 without smoking any. Fucking I don't know what to fucking do. Hacker, fr- hacker frantically typing. <laughs> Wow, this looks hard. I'm, Damn, I'm just no, zero results. Going all the way to the fucking like deep web to finally find weed. It's like, yeah. wait, that's all you want? Like, do you want a kidney? No, no, no. no I, you just, don't want... I just want. I just want weed. What God, I, I tried but... to go to New York and get some weed gummies, but they're CBD bullshit. Oof. Yeah. The store should not be called fucking weed ass <laughs> New York City, baby. This was on the same day that I started Hormones, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big day. Jeez. Big day for Holly. Wild day Big for day. Holly. Big day I got real boob pills and fake um, weed uh, lifesavers. We, we gotta get you that, that HRT uh, HTC. <laughs> HRT HTC CBT. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what CBT are we talking about? Cock and ball mm. torture idiot. Okay, listen, <laughs> I don't know. It could be either. You it need you need both. <laughs> Holly, do you Wait. need that cock and ball therapy? Like it's fine. <laughs> That's what the HRT is for. Yeah, the HRT. The HRT is torturing my cock and balls up into my fucking body. This is fuck. You two did this spicy podcast. This podcast. <laughs> this is cursed in a completely different way. <laughs> is talking just CBT for polite conversation? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Welcome to the discourse where every episode is cursed. This grandma's dead while we joke about cock and ball torture. <laughs> She's fucking dead, and you're laughing. <laughs> I, sh- I sure am. So Esk is alone in this spooky cold house and she closes every window when like tapping starts and unfortunately that tapping is the crow that Granny is inside of trying to get back to go back into Granny. Yeah. Holy shit, I like... can I read something from my notes? Please do. Mm-hmm. My notes just say Granny's dead. That's right, dead tired of children trespassing. <laughs> <in her> <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, relatable. <laughs> Dead tired of not being a crow right now. Oh god, honestly. I love when um they walk in there and like the boys freak out about the dead body, but like Esk focuses in on the quilt 
and like thinks about how her her dad made the quilt. Yeah. And like And he was fucking bad at it. <laughs> yeah. Um but like it's like a really interesting moment to have cuz like I don't I'm trying to think about how to like phrase this exactly cuz like sometimes when when something fucked up happens, you focus on something completely unconsequential to like right. not deal yeah. with the oh, fact yeah. that you're seeing this. Yeah. And that's a hundred percent what that paragraph is. Yeah. There's, I think there's a line that's like specifically like she immediately like focused on the quote. Cause sometimes if you focus on the details, it can take up your whole world. You don't have to think about anything else. Yep. Yep. yep it's yep. very good. It's a very good detail. Um, but so she gets freaked out by all the fucking, uh, granny trying to fucking unbody jack herself from this cov- corvid. Right. <laughs> it's like, the, like, cause her, the crow that she's in starts, like, trying all the doors and windows and she just, es- just keeps, like, getting more and more freaked out cause she's like, oh and no. And she fucking, yeah, she fucking bolts into the woods where the wolves are. Hooray. <laughs> yeah. She, like, she gets more and more scared and then, like, there's something coming down the chimney which is the crow, and she's like, is like, oh no, and just like, <laughs> runs out. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Granny, like, wakes up, it's like, oh, fuck, where's that girl? And she, like, searches with, like, her borrowing power, like, she scans minds, and she feels a wolf pack closing in on something, and she's like, ah, hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, shit. I gotta go deal with this. I really like the description of, like, Granny Weatherwax coming back into her body, and, like, remembering how to be human again and like this is a constant through line whenever she borrows in later books and i do love it yeah that like because it talks about like you know she has to like resist the urge to flap her arms and remember that she doesn't have to hop anymore she can just walk i love that that's so it's cool. very fun there's a bit where she's like walking down the stairs and she's she has to remember that she can't glide down the stairs anymore because she she's not a bird <laughs> <laughs> so something that sort of happens a little bit later in this book and um slight like extremely slight spoilers for um a bit from a book uh fucking five years and let me see here um one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven books from now so we'll all fucking forget this shit um <laughs> Uh, Granny Weatherwax does, in Lords and Ladies, have to, uh, borrow an entire hive of bees? She does it in this part. No, no, like, she, like, sort of, like, scans the mind of bees in this part. She borrows in, Mm. um, Lords and Ladies. Like, just a bunch. And, like, 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 her body is effectively dead for, like, a couple of days, like, in that book. That's horrifying. And, like, when she comes to, she's, like, like, uh, she keeps trying to, like, her arms move in, like, different directions. Like, she's trying to move, like, a swarm. It's really weird. Ooh. Ooh. Stuff, stuff about, like, leaving your body and not being able to get back makes me so anxious. (laughs) Whenever, like, I have to read a segment about it, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, bad news for the end of this section, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But so she, like, starts running towards where Esk is being cornered by wolves. And Esk is, like, remembering, okay, what have you been told? First, climb a cheery. Um, this tree is smooth as shit. Fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Get a stick and punch the wolves, I guess, because you can't outrun them. Punch the wolves, at least go down fighting. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so there's, like, a bit where Granny, Granny Weatherwax and the blacksmith are trying to like get to her they're trying to like find her in the woods yeah and 
I like how it's mentioned that, like, um, quote, un some unsung genius of past uh, uh, city council fame had decided, hey, let's put a bunch of notches and trees that will point you back to town. Bless them, whoever they were. Yeah, they go into detail about how, like, you know, it was a big pain in the ass to do, but a, a lot of people almost died in the blizzards, and it saved them because they were able to find their way back to town without having to, you know, see over the snow. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, they're, Granny is trying to get to Esk, who's being attacked by wolves, and suddenly, uh, something six feet long and made of wood zooms past her and beats the fucking shit out of some wolves. Amazing. Yeah. There's, and there's like there's like a thing about how it just like blows the doors off of the blacksmith because it's like trying to get to her, and then she, and then Granny Weatherwax just sees a bunch of wolves like flying off into the distance and she's like hmm hmm <laughs> interesting uh, and it does kill a bunch of wolves yeah there's a line later about how like um hey your weird magic and esk killed like 20 wolves and the wizard in the tree is like fuck yeah my dude <laughs> i do love that uh it's a wild conversation um yes like it's funny to see hell yeah show those wolves his boss i'm a wizard it's funny to see like there are two different views of magic where like granular is like oh stupid wizard magic so dumb and then the weather's like, no, but it's awesome, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's fucking sick, right? Yeah. <laughs> this shit rules, my dude. Um, but so she, she like, walks up to Esk and the staff is threatening at her. Yeah, the staff, like, moves a tiny bit like it's going to beat the shit out of her if she touches Esk. And she's like, don't you fucking dare. I'm going to comfort this child, you piece of shit. I don't know how to comfort a child, but yeah. I'm going to try. This is... I'm, I'm going to try to comfort this eight-year-old. Okay. Who's a little baby? Oh, you guys the nasty wolves. It's so good. Like, this, this whole scene of her being really awkward and not knowing what to do is so funny to me. I love this. I think this is so good. Because like I was saying before, like... Her emotional intelligence is zero. Like, yeah. And I I respect that. I think that's really good. Like, yeah. For a character thing. It's just so funny that, like, she goes immediately to baby talk. And then, like... L love a fellow... Lo love a fellow bitch who doesn't know how to talk to children who aren't infant level. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Note... My current job is as a bus aide for, like, eight-year-olds. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to talk to them. Yeah, Talking to children is very difficult. Holly, in, in in your defense, I think a lot of people talk down to children, and, like, you don't have to. Like, no, yeah. children no. are smarter than a lot of people think they are. I basically just talk. The problem is that, like, I say, eight, like, I, eight-year-olds is probably an average. Um, right. I have a bus full of high schoolers and a bus full of, like, four- to five-year-olds. And the problem is that I try to hold a conversation with some kids. I literally don't know what they're saying. They're, they're telling like, they're, you about Fortnite, saying... and you're just like, uh... <laughs> No, not not even that. Like they'll talk about the fucking coat they're wearing, and the out of their mouths will come like, "I'm like, yeah, it's very nice. I don't know what you're." Sometimes that's all you have to do. Is that's, the yeah, thing. yeah. Like, kids, fucking, kids just want to talk. It doesn't matter if they're being actually listened to, as long as you're hearing them. Yeah, yeah. as long fucking as they Marla. feel like you listened to them, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, cool." Like, that's... Fucking Marlin from Finding Nemo ass. Like, I don't know what... You're very cute, but I don't know what you're saying. That's, yeah, that's all you gotta do. Like, I, I used to work uh, with kids at the cooking school, 
and you know i'd just be like you know hey i like your dress you know what's your favorite color like that's all you got to do with them a lot of the time if yeah, they're the like other four is that like this this one like a girl um she constantly asks she's playing 20 questions with me except it's not 20 questions it's one question it's she'll point at a different school bus and it's like what's that i'm like it's a school bus you've asked me this <laughs> monday through thursday it's friday now why are you doing this excellent she's, she's like talking this. to you you know yeah yeah because yeah. kids like filling up the silence yeah, yeah. It's they don't know how to shut the fuck up <laughs> also they also kids like when people know things so they will just ask you things that are very obvious sometimes without even realizing that they're just seeking a very basic answer yeah mm-hmm. but so esk at the baby talk is like you don't fuck i'm fucking eight years old i think i am <laughs> first of all i'm eight so shut the fuck up yeah and then and then fucking granny like she doesn't react and granny just fucking is just like i will kick your fucking ass kid <laughs> don't fuck I'll with me. kick my own ass yeah and then so that so granny gets her to like come to the back to the cottage with her mm-hmm. and then the smith the smith shows up with all the kids and he's just like uh I, they told me you were dead so I, heard you were dead. Um, I thought you were dead and i love that granny's like oh i i sleep i'm a very sad sleeper don't worry about it he's like oh okay directly related to this in every book after this whenever she's um borrowing she has a sign that says i'm not dead <laughs> that fucking, <laughs> the fucking cat sign or whatever that says like he is not dead he is just a very sad sleeper yeah he's not stuck he's just a baby yeah <laughs> God. so and then like granny basically like insists that you know ask like stay there to like recover basically and the smith's just like i don't know what's going on but i'm not gonna say anything i'll just let you do whatever you want because i don't want to get my ass beat sure that other time i didn't listen to you i accidentally got a wizard child so i'm just a dumbo ask ask is hanging out at granny's house yeah ask is at granny's house now she poor i i do like how um gra- this is kept throughout the books granny has a deep trust- distrust of foreign parts and foreign parts is anywhere she can't walk to mm. so it's like if mark and i considered delaware a fucking godless wasteland i mean people it is eight babies it, or something it, it is we yeah. can't prove it's not no you say that like it's hypothetical but yeah you ch- <laughs> if there's one thing i know about the state of delaware it's all those things you just said <laughs> it's, if there's one thing I know about Delaware, they're the first state because they won't shut up they about that. The fuck and if there's up another about thing it. I know about Delaware, it's that they're godless heathens. Yeah. Um, if there's another um, other thing I know about Delaware, it's that uh, Joe Biden's there. So mm, damn, fuck Delaware. Too strong. Fuck Delaware. Uh, God. Oh, I forgot to mention. I also have Duke in my lap now, so this is a baby podcast. Aw, uh, baby cast. So if you hear him scream or whatever. That's why. <laughs> you won't hear him scream, I'll edit it out. <laughs> well, now you hear Holly scream, though, so it's fine. <laughs> we, I, we, we also won't hear that, I'll edit it out. <laughs> Just leave oh, the screams track. in this podcast get yeah, edited it out. I'll mute Holly's track, it's fine. Yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon to get the scream podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the outtakes and bloops. Mm, I, I could. All the outtakes, which is to say Holly screaming. <laughs> 
But so Esk, she basically gives Esk some, like, pepper tea kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Is the foreign mm-hmm. medicine or whatever. I think it's, like, it's supposed to be, like, chamomile or something. Like, it puts her to sleep, I... basically. Yeah, like, like yeah. it's the fucking John Mulaney, and the next thing I knew, I was at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's... That's something that I love about kids is when they just, like, follow the McFug asleep, and then you put them in bed, and later on they're like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. That has multiple that multiple times happened to me as, like, a child. Like, I remember falling asleep in my mom's Sentra, and then I just, like, wake up, and I'm in bed, and it's 3 a.m. See, Uh see, I was never moved to the, I was never moved to my bedroom, because I always, (laughs) I, I always fall asleep in moving vehicles that aren't planes. Oh. So... I would always fall asleep in the car as a kid, and then I wake up and I'd just, just be in the leave garage. Her in the car? <laughs> yeah. The fuck? What the well, fuck? Like, they, they, they would leave me in the car up until a reasonable point, but like they just—it wasn't they wouldn't wake me up; they couldn't wake me up. All right, it's been like five they, hours. Get her out of the car. Yeah. Yeah, like it's See, like, like it's not even like that. Like maybe they woke me up and walked me into that house, but, like, I couldn't remember it because I was still asleep. I was just ambulatory. Um, <laughs> yeah. God. I'm a, I'm a very heavy sleeper, and I was a very heavy child. <laughs> I once fell I once fell out of my bed when I was, like, in first or second grade, and A, my mom, it woke my mom up across the house, <laughs> and B, when Bonk. she got to the, when she got to my room, I was still asleep, face down in the floor. Oh, God. <laughs> See that that wouldn't happen for me because one, I had like little bed guards, and two, mm-hmm. the reason I had those bed guards and my brother didn't was because I was on the top bunk. Yeah, so if you fell out, you were just that's dead. Fair. If if I fell out of bed, it would be flop, and I'd I'd extremely be upset at least. No, you'd be um, dead. Eska's like, hey, why are you building that fire in the bullshit way? Why don't you magic it? Yeah, just do magic, dummy. And Granny's immediately like, oh, that's wizard. That's the wizard talking in her. We gotta beat that out of her. Yeah. Um, uh, that's good. wizard magic. That's stupid and shitty and wrong. <laughs> Just like that's wizards. wizard magic. We got, we got pills <laughs> for that. Esk is magically left-handed, and Granny's <laughs> very traditional and trying oh, to get no. her to write with her A right very hand. Very sinister child. Yeah. My dad used to be left-handed. Dang. Wow, that's ominous. <laughs> He lost- Until he was taught not to be. Yeah, that's similar. That's similar to my partner. He is also like he uses left hand for a lot of things because that's what what he started as. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I learned that like like that was a thing later in life because like my mom is just left handed and as far as I know, no one ever tried to make her not left handed despite her growing up in the. I guess sixties when like people used clubs to beat you yeah, left hand. I was gonna say is apparently <laughs> what fucking happened. Yeah, it um, it went on for for a long time that like a, there was something but, like, wrong my, with you. What you a weird fucking discrimination, huh? Mm. My mom just like like I never I never realized that that was the thing that like got like corrected. Yeah, because like my mom is just left-handed. She uses her left hand for things. Yeah, um, yeah. I <laughs> it's. It's such a stupid thing to to deem that you must correct. Like, yeah, 
Um, she's like magic that fucking stove on fire, idiot. And <laughs> Gra- Gra- Granny Weatherwax is like, um, you don't need to use magic for anything. And it's like, but you seem like you're having trouble. You should use magic with it. And I like, I like the line. Um, Granny resorted to aphorisms, the last line of defense of adults who didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. God, she does this like a bunch. Is my yeah. other favorite thing is that she just bluffs her way a whole shit ton. She says, like, if it's worth doing well, it's worth doing badly or something. God, yeah. yeah. And then, like, later when she's she's talking to Gordo and she mentions elephants and he's like, what, what the fuck is an elephant? And she's like, it's a kind of badger. It's a badger, shut up. And, like, she, yeah. she doesn't fucking know. Like, I, I love that, like, we know she doesn't know, but she never lets anyone else not know that. Yeah. It's very I don't fun. think she sees a man. I don't think she sees an elephant until the events of Masquerade. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then S passes out and wakes up. Yeah. Um, and she, like, talks to. Like, af- after all this, she, like, talks to um, Mr. Smith. And it's like, I think I should raise Esk to be a witch. Well, because otherwise, who knows what the fuck this magic is going to do? Well, for- is this. No, this okay. Before that happens, this is when Granny Weatherwax goes and like borrows the owl. Oh, yeah, she borrows the owl. She goes into she goes oh, into yeah. her little goat hutch where her owl like lives, and then she she's like, "Oh man, doing this a second borrow in one day is gonna hurt me. Like I'm gonna be hungover tomorrow. God, I'm gonna be trying to rotate my head so far, <laughs> I'm gonna break my own fucking neck. Um, I like what they." what Terry says about like when she was younger and she would just like borrow into stags and foxes and, and just run all over the fucking woods yeah. like that. She would just um, learn all the secrets of the, the woodland creatures. God, it's so cool. It's, yeah. it's really fucking neat. I love every, I love the borrowing thing. I think that's really cool. Mm. Every glimpse we get of like young granny weatherwax throughout the series fucking rules. I would love to know her. Sounds like she whips. This is where, so she borrows the owl, she goes into its body and flies around in it, and she goes, she guides it to the apple tree that's outside of Esk's house, and as soon as she touches it, she's like, oh, that's a wizard. <laughs> yeah, like, originally originally reading this, I'm like, oh, cool, she's magicking her favorite tree up to be big and tall so that she can climb it more. No, it's the wizard. Right. It's and the she's goddamn like, what? wizard. He's like, what up, I'm a tree, my he dude! Took, he took the reincarnation <laughs> deal, and now he's a tree. God. I couldn't get ant, I'm just a tree! Yeah. <laughs> they buried me here, so I took the tree. Yeah. The tree he, that's he, such he's a growing having a nice time with his life, honestly. Yeah, honestly, a shitty apple tree. Yeah, he's he's having a great time being a shitty apple tree. Yeah, he actually really I enjoys love it. garbage like, fruit for jerks. Oh, we we glossed over the part where where Granny's like, um, that borrowing is a kind of thing wizards could never do because they just force themselves on the yeah. animal and take yeah. over their mind. I kind I, I yeah. of mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, but yeah, get, I I appreciate that we got two books full of uh, wizards. And then suddenly we're introduced to like, oh, this like gentler magic that like if wizards tried to do, they'd fuck it up so bad. Yeah, because right. they because magic is a fucking dick measuring contest for wizards. Like, right? Like, 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 like my original reading of this book, I'm pretty sure I read it before um, I read the first two books. But like, um, I definitely read like. Like reading this after the first two books and like knowing fucking Trimon and all that bullshit, like yeah, wizards would just be like, "Well, why shouldn't I be in control?" Who's, yeah. and then... Who's to stop me from becoming god? 
<laughs> there's a uh, it's brought up a little bit later with when Granny explains what witch magic is to Esk, but right. I really like the fact that with wizards, they don't need like all the pomp and circumstance, but they love it. But with witches, yeah. you need the pomp and circumstance to make people believe it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We could talk about that a little later because I got some thoughts on that. Um, mm. But so they they have this talk, uh, the the owl in the tree. Um, yeah, they're like arguing basically about what they're supposed to do with this. Yeah. This this is where we get in the line. Like, I don't know what your magic's doing to her, but it killed a dozen wolves tonight, and he's just like, "Great, yeah, <laughs> that's sick." <Hey! laughs> and, and, I love and like Granny Weatherwax is like, uh, "What if she got mad at her brothers instead, and the, the fucking staff just killed them?" And the, tr- <laughs> the she's just like, eh, "Necessary <laughs> sacrifices, it's fine." Kids do crazy things. Yeah, <laughs> and so the wizard is like, "Oh, you should train her," and she's like. She's a wizard, not a witch. I don't know what to do. And he's like, well, let's send her to university. She's like, she's a woman, though, and they won't take her at the university. Yeah, well, whatever. What, what are you going to do? I'm a tree. What the fuck do you want me to do? Listen, <laughs> yeah. if you're a fucking Make witch, a better... why don't you just go do, you know, all the all the mother, mother goddess uh, moon praising. God, and yes. Yada, yada. This is... Oh, God, yeah, the fucking... Um, he goes into what he thinks witches are, and she just is like, dun, 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 dun. Duh. The fucking mansplaining of yes. what witching oh, yeah. is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's wild. Like she and she just lets him go on and on and on. Like she doesn't even like interrupt him. She just lets him go, and then she's like, "Oh, so that's what you think witching is, huh? Fuck you." <laughs> God, I don't. Um, I don't like the phrase uh, "women's magic." Yeah, I yeah I, I I we read that a couple times in this reading. I don't like the phrase "women's magic." Yeah, it's not, it's not great. No, no. no yeah, because it. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to compare it to girl boss feminism, but that's kind of mm. how it feels. <laughs> it's like, mm, okay, God, all right. More woman guards. Fifty <laughs> percent of magic users should be women, but only the women kind of magic. Yeah, it's it's very much like not like fake non-intersectional feminism kind of deal yeah where it's, where it's like, like oh women are awesome and they, but they have to be exactly like this exactly it's where very go, go ahead julie yeah it's it's, it's very like to paint in, in a broad brushstroke like it's very stereotypical second wave feminism yeah. of like we must you know we want you know the same things as men but we still should adhere to this very strict, rigid tradition of womanhood that we've been taught right. that is itself actually quite uh, much of a, is itself like a prison. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say for sure. I feel like this sort of dissolves by the end of this book a little bit. It I... starts to dissolve close to the end of this reading. Like when she has to use yeah. the staff where she like, she kind of, Granny has to start breaking down her own ideas of what. Right basically second wave feminism is um yeah yeah and like it has like it has to go that direction because like yeah you know because that's the whole thing is like esk is a type of magic user that has like never existed before and so people have to figure out you know what that means and what it is yeah so yeah, 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 yeah or at the very yeah. least a type of magic user none of these people have seen in this very small right like part of the world which i think is also interesting there's like one line where like it's it's like I think the wizard says something about like well I mean there's 
other women magic users than witches, right? Like enchantresses or something? And Granny Weatherwax is like, oh, those fucking enchantresses. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. They think there's, they're hot shit. <laughs> there's, there's like a line. Um, it's interesting that we bring up that like this is a magic user that no one's ever like heard before. There's a line that Esk has earlier when her brothers are talking where like she's trying to explain you know, basically that magic is, is physics. And the line is something like, it was hard to have pieces in your own head and not understand how they fit. Right. Um, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, mm. wow. Yeah. The, uh, thank- yeah. yeah. Call, call, call yeah. me out, will you, Terry? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're four trans people on this fucking podcast. We know mm-hmm. this call, call me relatable. out for 20 years, will you, Terry? <laughs> Oh, call, I su- call my dumbass out for half of my fucking life, huh? <laughs> I I sometimes feel like realizing you're trans uh, once like your po- once you're past your twenties is very much like that Simpsons bit of the like prim and proper people in the bed and breakfast making a puzzle and just going, oh, it's a donkey after <laughs> everything has been put together except for like three pieces. <laughs> yeah. That's extremely me, and I hate it. Fucking 26 <laughs> years old, just like, Wait oh, a second. all the dresses and makeup and nail polish, I want to be a girl. Mm. Weird. Damn. It turns out my comfort in my gender is actually discomfort. Who knew? Damn. It turns out me being extremely comfortable in my masculinity is just me wanting to explore my femininity. What? Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Turns out the fact that I thought I didn't have a good woman's voice is because I don't have a woman's voice. Turns out that me getting excited about my beard is just me getting excited about my beard covering my fucking jawline is the thing. Damn. Granny comes back to the house and, like, throws the staff in the fire and, and almost and then kills screams. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, it's, like, kind of a serious moment, but it's also very goofy. <laughs> like, mm. like... I'm gonna throw this ask. I'm gonna throw this fucking thing in the fire from upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh and fuck! She's like, she's like, whoops, 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 whoops. Oh, oh, whoops. Uh oh. Right uh oh. Whoops. Oh no. <laughs> uh, and then she like goes upstairs to check on S, and she's like crying because she's just in pain. And and again, again, she's like very kind of like uncomfortable, just like ah, I guess I'll just like hold you. There, there. Yeah, I was gonna say. Little child. <laughs> but she's, uh, she's, she's like, fine. She's like, Esk is like muttering like, it hurts. So hot. Yeah. Burning. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes like burning. <laughs> Boy, I sure hope this doesn't give me trauma. <laughs> I sure hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> no! <laughs> I don't mean I that mean, in a good way. <laughs> no, yeah. And then Granny is just like, sits in the rocking chair and it's just like worrying all the whole night basically we get some more like fucking uh wizard brain coming through on esque thing it's like what's your goats names well not they don't got names They're it's just like goats. well everything has to have a name that a person gave it mm, yeah right mm, yep and it's like no they don't they they make fucking don't <laughs> yeah i love i love that granny's response it's just like mm, no they don't though and then Ask they us. can't give themselves. They can't give themselves some names. They have to have names given to them by other things. God, they yeah. got and names. Granny's like, they got their own fucking names. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah, I say, having named myself after do cartoon anyway. I cannot believe this. You know what? You're valid. <laughs> I'm not. This is thing. my this is my goat Jasper, 
And this is my goat, <laughs> Holly Blue. <laughs> This is my girlfriend, Holly Blue Edelin, after her two big cartoon crushes. Anyway. You were named after the two hottest mills I ever knew. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fuck. I was trying to figure out how to get to that joke is the thing. God. Fuck. Dumbledore, Snape, Severus, whatever. Who named Great. The hottest milfs. Albus. Yes. Milfs. We want milfs. <laughs> our, our next pet is named <laughs> Albus Severus Dumbledore. <laughs> Potter the third. Awful. Cop boy. Terrible, awful name for a terrible, awful child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're talking about like an innocent cat and or There's no here, such thing. Though. Oh, yeah, fair. A, a, a sweet baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> Baby. God. Anyway. So, oh, so goats have their own identification system, you know. Yeah. Just like just... Uh, crows and dolphins do. Goat, my goat who is this goat is a very good one. Goat who is this goat I... <laughs> I It reminds me of the Farside comic of what we name dogs. Oh, this one is Rex. Oh, this one's name is uh, Jasper. What dog's name is Hills? It is I, the who barks at the postman who comes every morn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and Granny's like, mm, what do you want to do when you grow up? Do you want to be a cool witch? <laughs> Hell yeah. And, like, and Eskish is like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any goals. <laughs> I guess I have to get married. I don't know. Yeah, that's what that society a, has taught me. That's an adult thing. I don't know. Everybody uh, I know is married except you. And then Granny's like, mm, "You want to be a witch, I guess." And Esk is like, "Oh, you mean cool fucking blowing things up with my mind?" Yes. Fuck no. No, I mean the reverse of that. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Let's <laughs> trick people into drinking sugar water." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna I mean, become a pharmaceutical rep, kid. Come on. Yeah, a much more boring kind of magic. It involves a lot of rote memorization and weird herbs. I love the um, the Gilligan cut where Esk is like, oh, my, my father won't let me. And then Granny's like, well, I'm going to have a talk with him. Scene break. Now you listen to me, Gordo Smith. Yes. It's very, like, I had a moment where I just, like, stopped and pictured that cut of, like, oh, well, you know, it's fine. I'll just have a word with him. And then just cut to her just screaming at him. Listen here, motherfucker. You- fucking idiot. You put some wizard magic in her and now I gotta wrangle it into the shape of a witch. You fucking moron. Right. And she, I like the bit there's, she tries to explain like the, like the difference between witch and wizard magic to him in terms of cider, cause he's a big dummy and she's like, yeah. how do I witch simplify magic this? magic is nice and gentle and you can drink as much of it as you want. Wizard magic will kill you dead. Yes. Wizard magic is moonshine, dumbass. Right. You'll go blind on wizard magic. <laughs> the vein, she She's like, the main thing is, if she doesn't learn how to control her magic, the dungeon dimension will eat her. Uh-huh. <laughs> God. And he, and I love that the smith, he's like, I he didn't really understand, but he knew that Granny would just start saying things, giving him answers to things he didn't want to know if he didn't just agree. Just pretend that you understood, just smile and nod. Yeah, it's that's fine. that's his strategy. Basically, it's just like I don't know what the fuck's going on. Just do whatever. Listen, he had to it's raise seven strategy. sons. You know, I think at a certain point you're just like, yeah, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why and not? Then again, and again, he's like, you know what? Being the being the father of the Aries only witch might be kind of cool. <laughs> he just he thinks of it in such like small like yokel terms of just like yeah. oh, everyone will think I'm so cool if my daughter's the only witch. Yeah. If my daughter brings every child uh, into this fucking world, I'll have so much power. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so many favors. Wait, wait until the boys down at the pub hear about this. Like, Literally. That's exactly <laughs> Gordo's energy. Yes. Like, I, like he, he thinks of like, oh, what would what my friends think if, if I told them about this? Oh, they'd think it was so dope. Semi, semi-related, um, in later witch books, Nanny Og is the head of a clan that is, uh, in places where villages top out at, like, um, like, 60 people, she has a family of, like, 50 extended relatives <laughs> spread all, spread across, like, three towns. She has so much fucking power. <laughs> Damn. This is like the, this is where we get like the training montage of Granny starting to teach esque witch magic. Remember some plants. She she literally <laughs> does the fucking it's it's literally the Karate Kid montage where she makes yeah. her do a bunch of fucking chores. Yes, she's like <laughs> except it's like it just first it's like here's the three uses of moon warrant. Also clean out the fucking goat shit. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I love it. Clean the kitchen table. Take learn about fungi. <laughs> I've heard um, that fucking weird Karate Kid sequel that stars Ralph Macchio that's on YouTube as a web series or whatever. Oh, yeah. And it's him trying to teach kids like Mr. Miyagi taught him. And it's just him going, like, paint my fence. And like, no. <laughs> well, shit. No. I mean, it's because it's it's like, huh. they'd be on that phone. They're trying to learn Kung Fu, but they're just playing Fortnite. They'd be playing that Fortnite. They'd be on that TikTok. What do you mean they made a whole movie out of that shit I did with that Miyagi fucker? God. Bullshit. <laughs> they can't just learn the fucking kung fu. They gotta clean my goddamn car. Kids these days, <laughs> the only way they'll learn kung fu is if you do it with a Fortnite dance. Mm. Am I right? Pokemon Go learn kung fu. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Pokemon Go to the dojo. Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to not learn Kung Fu because he's gonna die. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not soon enough. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no, he he's already still right there. Vietnam. He fucked Vietnam. We gotta get him like 50 years ago. Damn. Pokemon get Henry Kissinger in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon um, Orange Agent drop oh, that no, 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 Granny's this like, also mm, reminds me of me because people would try to teach me shit or like I'd go to karate or voice lessons or whatever the fuck and I'm like I fucking hate this this is stupid and dumb and now this sucks. and literally now I'm like you fucking dumbass you could have learned how to make macrame why'd you fucking flake on why are you oh, so is... fucking dumb you could have learned I really could have learned so much more about plants <sighs> oh I just I I. Sympathize so much with Granny Weatherwax during this whole moment of like, this is an interesting. It's like, yeah, but you know, to do all this cool shit that nobody else does. 
please. Yeah. Like, please. How much? When are we going to get to magic? Like, listen, listen, kid, 80% of magic is just knowing things that other people don't. When are we going to get to the magic factory? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Granny the Rockin' Witch! <laughs> um, I stand by my teaching philosophy, which is you can make any subject interesting to some kids, but you can't make math interesting and just... <laughs> you really math can't. Math... Math teachers need to stop trying to make math cool. It's just not gonna work. Yeah. Math teachers like, need to stop. Tra- period. End of sentence. <laughs> yeah. We tried this in the early 2000s with the Cyber Chase show. We got Christopher Goddamn yeah. Lloyd. Nothing works. No, was, nothing I mean, that was a success. We just keep I, doing that. that. That was a pretty alright show. Um, I remember I, uh, much like Esk, huge pain in the ass to every math teacher I ever had because I was always like, what's a practical application of this? And they're like, oh. <laughs> They're like, listen, um, you should. I, me, me, me in my history student voice, hey, fuck this, actually. <laughs> but literally, I'd be like, I, I can't fucking learn this if you don't tell me what it's for. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. It's for figuring I out. I nearly wept with joy when I had to substitute a history class for a year seven uh, group of kids. And like, the year seven's the little kids. They're on the. They're on. It was actually an assignment on the computer in the computer lab. So it's like, okay, they're gonna goof off. I'm not gonna like. As long as they're not hitting each other, that's fine, yeah. really. <laughs> but like this one kid was like, out of his own, out of the like completely extracurricular. He had not need to do this for his assignment because it was all about Mongolia. He talked about like, oh, miss, you know, like they're actually really accepting of like other religions and beliefs and like people from other races and cultures. They only asked for taxes. Uh, they weren't nearly as like um, cruel to like uh, the peasant class as like other uh, European cultures. I was like, oh my god, please, yes, Aww. this is this is great. I'm so glad you understood. Start write a page of notes, please, and tell your teacher he will love this. Please show that you've actually decided to learn things <laughs> of your own accord because you found real world a- application of the of history. Please, it's the only thing any teacher has ever wanted. Weeping with joy. Like, oh my god, oh a kid learned a thing. Damn. <laughs> Happiest day of my I professional d- life. I just wanted to grab my shoulders and be like, never change. Never change. Thanks. <laughs> Can you be, is it possible? Can you be in my class 12 years ago? Stay gold. <laughs> never let them change you. Stay gold, pony boy. Remain exactly as you are forever. Well. Oh, God. Um, and so, okay. So Esk is like bored and keeps annoying Granny to teach her cool stuff. And she's like, Okay, All right, I'll check out these fucking, fucking shit. bees. You want to go into a fucking bird, idiot? Well, no, the oh. first, first is bees. I love the oh, bees. Yeah. Oh. Oh, love yeah. the bees. Not the bees. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go, bees, baby. Love <laughs> Let's the bees. go, baby. Love the bees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> Granny is just like barehanded handling like fucking hives full of bees and is like, yo, check this out. She fucking does a whistle, and all the bees are like, oh, yes, I love this. She's doing the thing that all the boys in my high school used to do, where it sounded like the UFO, where it's, like, humming and whistling at the same time, and that's 100% the noise Terry is describing. Oh, you mean like this? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's precisely the noise Mm -hmm. that... Every boy I ever went to high school knew how to make, um, and I didn't. Oh, cool. I've been doing this for years. Mm. I, it's, my, it's my fucking robot shutting down sound. That too. Hollybot is shutting down. 
I'm Amazing. sure our listeners love it. Uh-huh. That one's for you, listeners. Wesley. Um, God. So, like, she, like, handles the bees and is... And... Eska's like, how do you do that? And Granny's like, do you think it's magic? And she's like, no, I think you just know a lot about bees. And... She's like, is, you're goddamn right. Yeah, she's like, damn right. And isn't, and it's so fucking cool bees. that I know things other people don't know. That's, like, half of magic. Good old headology. Yeah. 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 There's a a later book that explains that she doesn't fucking truck with psychology. That's I know. bullshit to her. <laughs> That's so funny. That was the thought that I was having. I was like, oh, it's just like reverse psychology type stuff. It's just like how do like like literally like literally she knows of psychology and she's just like, no, that's trying to tell people what they want. This is this is just to this people. is just manipul- yeah. manipulating people's perceptions to like give them fucking uh, uh, sugar water. Sugar water. Yeah, you're just um, God. What is it called? The messing with them. Okay. Do, do you mean placebo? Yes, I was like, Jesus, the, the whatever effect? The placebo effect, yes. The fake medicine effect. Yeah. So I, I do love headology, like, as a concept, but I don't know how I feel about, like... Not to, like, make this a, a gender thing again, but, like, that women who do magic primarily have to do it through head games. Like... Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it, it feels very, like, you know... Like, like the science, sciences is a man thing. Humanities is a girl thing. With the benefit of having read all of Discworld, I feel it's more, like both witches and wizards mostly don't do magic for the benefit of people. But for wizards, it's like, we don't do magic so that you all are still alive. And witches are like, we don't do magic because what you need is some fucking penicillin, but, like, what <laughs> you, you believe want that. is some fancy-schmancy magic bullshit, so we'll just fucking dus- gussy this up for mm-hmm. you, you fucking dumb country hick. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, it's based more on, like, the, the societal aspect of the fact that wizards don't mingle with the common folk. You will find witches in towns, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wi- wizard. If, if a wizard is there, it's a ceremony or a war is happening. Um... Okay, but like, like a, a witch will be like, oh, you know, for this, what you really need is some nice willow bark tea. But what I'm gonna say is, I'm gonna brew you a potion. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, dummy. It's Here like, you go. Like getting a child to do what you want them to do by just <laughs> saying it the right way. Yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Because there's not child really... country people, you know. Because like, there's not really doctors in Discworld, like right. explicitly at this point there's there's a few later but yeah in later but like yeah it's like for a lot of early half of like entire half of Discworld as a series there's not really medical professions it's very much a fucking um uh like fucking Jesus Christ um flap um um, fucking flapjack like barber surgeon yeah I was gonna say yeah it's a real like the the two closest medical professions in Discord at the moment are hacksaw and mortician yeah I was (laughs) I was gonna say I get the impression that like amputations to treat illnesses are not uncommon in Discord (laughs) and so she teaches Esk about like headology she talks about like I wear a witch's hat because it's a witch's hat and so it makes people perceive me as a witch. So it's like, why? That's how we get the magic to work is pe- get to pe- get people to think a certain way. And I do love the way she talks about cursing, though. Which yeah. is just like, yeah, if somebody fucks with you, just like curse them, and then they attribute any bad thing that happens to them to the curse that you put on them. So then they won't Hell be a dick to yes. you later. Yeah. 
I love it. I love it so much. I, and I'm just like, Terry, thanks for, again, calling me out on the past 20 years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and like, Granny Weatherwax talks about how it's like, it's not like glamorous, but like you do get to save people's lives by telling them you give that you're giving them magic potions. And, you know, like it's, it's worth doing and it is cool, but it's just not, you know, expensive fireballs and whatever it, it reminds me of uh, i read a long time ago that uh around the time of like decade after uh the cultural revolution in china and such mid 20th century mm-hmm. there were like in major cities like beijing like actual trained doctors and medical professionals and such but in the countryside like that general knowledge of more global western idea of medicine was not accepted mm-hmm. so there had to be whole classes taught on the more stereotypical traditional Chinese medicine because that's the only thing accepted. So it's like, it's basically like, okay, you won't take this aspirin pill, but we'll give you the bark. Mm. Like, yeah, figure out the, the ways of not dumbing down, but simplifying or showing the basic root, natural roots of medicine in order to get people take it otherwise uh, listen not listen care. we get it you you don't want to shove this weird little white circle into your mouth have this tea made of the same shit <laughs> yeah basically like yeah i i took like a medical anthropology course and like we talked a lot about like traditional medicine and stuff and like mm-hmm. it's you know it's super complex obviously but like it's just mm. really interesting the way people like think about medicine in different ways and like how like belief plays into it it's so cool yeah it's why you see like every immigrant diasporic family has one thing like like every filipino family has uh like um this i think uh like uh petroleum jelly and stuff Hmm. like every uh chinese family has this one ointment they use (laughs) like it's just This is Every white family's got to suck it up. We don't have that kind of insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think like uh, every, white people have has this vapor rub. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. I think no. That was the thing I was thinking of. Filipino, oh, yeah. yes, it's Vicks vapor. Oh, rub. We'll see, um, you know. But it's everyone has their own version of chicken soup. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the, that's what everyone will accept on a base level. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just it's like super interesting because like you know like. Even if medicine doesn't, like, cure a disease, it can still work because it can still, like, provide comfort and, you know, help you feel better, Mm. which is, like, it's weird to think about, but it's really interesting. There's there's a whole episode of MASH that dealt with, like, over the course of one or two days, they just ran out of, like, penicillin and painkillers, and they're just like, well we do have sugar pills it's like can we really do that it's like what's the other choice we tell them we don't have anything to ease their pain and help them right. or we give them something which is ease of mind and like at the end they're like well a third of them actually feel better it's like and that's a third that would have felt better that wouldn't have felt better if we didn't do anything like, right yeah yeah it's really huh. it's really cool i love the position of uh at the moment just witches as not even like Healers just comfort providers yeah, in a town. They're like folk doctors, I guess. Comfort providers, fear providers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah also, they curse people. 
Witches are the the solution to and the cause of all of life's problems. Yes. Well, like, like I a, say, extremely drunk right now. Wow. It's like they uh, Terry Pratchett mentions how witches are similar to like tax collectors and uh, oh, you yeah. know, people who deal who people who deal with the dead, like people who clean out your um, septic tanks. They're very well respected, but it's very awkward to be in a conversation with them for longer than five minutes. Yeah. And you kind of <laughs> don't want them around, but right. they have to be around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, like, there's, yeah, Esk has some conversations with her, like, so, do you know any gods? It's like, yeah, they're fucking bitches. <laughs> yeah. She's, uh, I fucking hate those bastards. Yeah, she's like, she's like, eh, gods are fine. Gods are fine. You just leave them alone and they leave you alone, basically. Except when they don't, and then fuck them. I, I really, really like the guy. It's like, have you been? To, you can fly, right? Have you been to any of those places we can see from up on this mountain? And she's like, fuck no, I have not. Yeah. I respect my <laughs> country of birth. Yeah. Those are just other places that are different from here, and therefore worse. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she remains like this for the rest of the series. She hates. Like, like I love the. Like Granny Weatherwax's specific combination of weird xenophobia and also extreme homebodiness, mm, yeah. where anything more than five miles from where she grew up is apparent is officially um, the unknown. <laughs> like it's very funny. It, nice. like, like even a place like Ankhmorpork, where everyone speaks the same language as her, um, and is effectively only like five or six hundred miles away, maybe. Like, she's just like, you can't trust the water here. Yeah. Which, to be fair, she's right. Um, it's, it's every grandparent who you've dealt with coming in from out of town, like, oh, the pavements are too small. <laughs> like, the air's different. Like, chairs are, aren't the right height. It's like, what? <laughs> like This is the what? same fucking chairs, Grandma. What are you talking about? So, some, some motherfucker coming to, like... Uh, like a regular town for like Boston or some shit. It's like, where's the cobblestones that fucking ruined my car? <laughs> I need it's, them. <laughs> it reminds. It makes me think of like you know if you have like a grandparent who's like ah uh, you know it wasn't like this back in the old country, like. <laughs> it's like whenever my whenever my relatives are visited to ease my grandmother, they always buy like um one of those portable little like uh. Not jugs, but like containers of water with a, a built-in tap and everything. Right. Because even though we have clean, completely safe, clean drinking water here, it's not like she's against fluoride, but it's just not usually safe to drink the tap water in Hong Kong. At least not when uh, she was st- like in her twenties. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, we have to make sure yeah. that she gets yeah. this is this is her water. I, I, I will <laughs> say, like the the reverse of this actually is um, at my grandma's growing up, like. I don't know what it is about my my parent like my ta- the tap water in the house I grew up in. Fucking Wareham tap water is goddamn delicious, <laughs> and I always hated grabbing a glass of water from my grandma's house in New Bedford. It was awful. <laughs> Granny's like, fine, I'll teach you real magic. We can borrow a fucking bird body. Let's go into this fucking bird. Yeah. Um, and so she. Like, she helps Esk basically, like, you know, she put her mind into the body of an, a hawk. Or an eagle, I think it is. Yeah. And Esk is, Esk is immediately, like, like, like Esk has a knack for borrowing, and is immediately like, so, when do I fucking crush this animal's Yeah, when do Children? I, when do I dom- sociopaths! When do I dominate they this are. animal with my will? 
Um, like that's that's not wizard magic in her. That's just children are sociopaths. Yeah, I've I've seen children at the school I teach at pick fights with birds. No, <laughs> they're just trying to borrow them. Like, Julie, what's the percentage who are boys? Huh? Is it most of them? I feel like it's got to be most of them. No, these are girls. Damn. Oh, these are girls straight up, like actually going like. Fuck off! What the fuck do you want? Do you want to go? It's like that's a bird. That's a bird. I cannot understand. You're, you're, you're an eighth yeah, grader. I, I, that's I, I, a bird, honey. That's a Julie, bird. Julie, I am now. Julie, I am now thinking of that like fucking Tumblr post I saw where like apparently Australian McDonald's have like reflective fry cases to scare seagulls. Oh, oh it's God. yeah, swooping season. <laughs> like that doesn't exist here. Like which I don't know. We, I mean, we also like. Cookabros are known to just steal shit off your barbecue if yeah. you have them in your area, and they will, then they will just laugh at you, and then it's like, well, fine, <laughs> okay. They'll laugh at you with their weird bird voices, and then they'll make a chainsaw sound. I hate them so much. <laughs> so Granny's like guiding her in the seagull, and is like, listen, please don't mind dominate the eagle. It's not very polite. Like you, re- you really yeah. don't have to. It's not pol- It's not polite. You don't know how to fly yet, and also, fucking, don't be a dick about yeah. it. Like just you just hitch a ride. You be cool about it. You know. Yeah, like you, you just kind of su- like, you know, suggest things to them, and like, you know, you don't hard turn their their will and take control of their body. You just kind of influence the direction they go well listen just because you take an uber and you you paid for it doesn't mean you suddenly grab the wheel from the driver like <laughs> literally and and like and eska's eska's like mm, but what but i can though therefore i should therefore i should and literally the like granny's like guiding them back to their bodies and then like the instant granny leaves eska's just like yes yoink and just goes <laughs> on a fucking joy ride yeah, Granny's like, okay, this is how you get back into your own body, and that's just like, nope. A little <laughs> piece I, of shit. I fucking love the, the thing that's like, um, she could see how to do it. It was just a knack, like snapping your fingers, which in fact she had never managed to achieve. Yeah, um, like fucking kids don't <laughs> yeah. know how to snap their fingers. Yeah, just reminding you that like, Eska's still just a this baby. A she doesn't really know anything about anything. <laughs> That that's that's me going like oh you know it's just a knack like you know doing that fucking whistle thing where you put your fingers in your mouth and like make a really loud one I super can't do that. I also super this is why this is why I can never say it's like learning how to ride a bike you never forget because I don't know how to ride a bike I also oh. don't know how to ride a bike <laughs> it took it took me until Fun. listen listen it took me until I was like ten years old my brother knew when he was five so. <laughs> I had tr- like. Do you know what it's like being um, several years older than your brother and being the one with training wheels? It's extremely embarrassing. Oh yeah. Oh. I I love that at the school I teach. The thing that freaks kids out the most is a. I'm not religious because this school has a very large Greek Orthodox and Muslim population. Mm. Hmm. B. I don't know how to drive. And C. I don't know how to ride a bike. They literally asked me, Miss, how do you get in here? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm asking that now. How the f- Public transport exists here. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I guess. But, like, they, but like, I, they only ever see public transport as a method to get to and from school. Never anywhere else. Right. God. The thing about, for me, like, riding a bike, uh, riding a bike is just fun. Yeah. I, I enjoy riding a bike. Like, that's just a fun way of getting you- to places. It seems fun, but also uh, terrifying. Uh-uh. That's... The first 
time like couple times you do it it is terrifying until you get like the feel of like the balance of it and then you're like oh and, and like, the, 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 thing main, is, the, main... <laughs> the thing is you gotta get those first couple of tries in when you're like eight or nine yeah. <laughs> yes because the the problem is i tried learning when i was like probably i don't know 12 or like 13 so it wasn't like that bad but oh if that's your first attempt that's not great <laughs> oh it's not great but like I, I got the hang of writing in, like, a straight line. The problem is, my first fall was when I hit a curb head-on. Yeah. So, oh, that'll do it. That's, like, never again. But I think, like, I'm thinking of how resilient I was mm-hmm. at 10, and, like, if I suffered the injuries <laughs> now that I did when I was 10, trying to learn how to ride a bike, I'm like, yeah. oh, God, if I'm going to die if, if I keep doing this. If you're 30 this and you fall off awful. a bike, you're, like, in bed for a week. Yeah. I stretched. I stretched weird when playing Ring Fit a couple weeks ago, and I stopped for a full week. Oh no! Like I, I, <laughs> I like jacked up my knee when I was learning how to ride a bike. So like, I had to stop for a few weeks, and then I just didn't do it again because I was like, oh no, that really hurt, hurt my fucking knee. And I was still like, hello, 10. listeners, we're all around the age of thirty. How's that for I'm you? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, sure, fine, I'd do it. I'd do it again now. That's fine. But I'm like, no, I really jacked up my knee when I was ten. <laughs> Like, it hurt. I'm the youngest person here, and I'm 27. How's that? Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's... I do it's... think sometimes me not learning how to ride a bike was because my mom was very much in the mindset of, oh, you kids should learn everything I didn't know, I didn't get to learn as a kid, which included, like, swimming and other things, but... Oh my learned, god, no! She, she learned how to ride a bike as a kid, and my mom was actually very cool about it, because she comes from a time when, like, she was boarding at a girl's school, and they would actually do a wardrobe check every morning in yes. your room to make sure you had regulation underwear and stuff huh. so oh like wearing she, jeans she, was taboo so she would actually have to sneak into school like into the school grounds after hours and learn how to ride a bike with a friend while wearing jeans wow. really 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 weird is that growing up i fucking loved swimming like swimming is one of my favorite things to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. it's probably my greatest source of exercise in my high school years um, hey, now it's I difficult. Swim in, I super can't swim in public anymore, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah. it's tough. I, uh, very same, Holly. I love swimming extremely much. I cannot do it anymore um, around other people at all. But, like, I was talking to a coworker of mine, and she found out I didn't know how to ride a bike. And she was like, Jess, what the fuck? She's like, I'm going to teach you how to ride a bike. And then I found out she didn't know how to swim. And so I was like, <laughs> well, Devin, I'm well, not going to make you swim. Yeah. I'm like, don't make me learn how to ride a bike. I won't make you swim. Like, we're even. Well, I teach the big ones and the teach one, big <laughs> teach ones teach the ones. little ones. But no one ever taught me, so it's all a cycle of futility. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I'm like, if I fall off a bridge, I'm good, Devin. Like, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> not to rub it in, but like. Learner idiot! I, I'm, I'm fine if I fall off a boat or something. Like, I'm good. If so, if someone yells "abandoned ship," I'm good. I'm fine. How's bike riding yeah. gonna help you? I'm good. Me ripping shirt off, titties out. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. You know. J- judge me if you want. I'm alive. Exactly. So fucking, she's in the bird for too long, and she starts forgetting how to think like a human. Being. I love this. I think this is so neat. Like the way that the the thoughts meld together. Yeah. Like, I think this is really cool. I'm Esk. I'm a small child. I'm borrowing a bird. I'm soaring on the wind. I am the speed! <laughs> yes. She, like, 
And, like, every time she tries again, the human thoughts get shorter and shorter until it's just her repeating, I am. Yeah. It's really it's, good. It's really nice. It is fucking terrifying to oh, read. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the terror is there that she she has fucked up. Now you now you fucked up. Yeah. Now you have fucked up. <laughs> the Now you have fucked up, The way up, that, though. like, Granny Weatherwax, like, explains it is that, like, the body, like, shapes the mind... So that, like, you know, eventually you'll just get absorbed and you'll just forget everything. Yeah, Tobias, you can't stay in the hawk for too long. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so then there's, there's like, like, Granny goes home and she's, like, you know, waiting for Esk to come home. And she's, like, set- for, like, two yeah, days. She waits, like, two or three days or some shit. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she does send out, like, all of her bees into, like, the surrounding area to search for her. And just, oh, this pot's so cool. Yeah. She sticks the bees on her. Yeah. She's like, she's like, oh, I'll just send out all the bees and I'll have them all report back to me and see what if, if any of them see her. And none of them do. And she's like, well. None of them did. She's the yeah. son of a um, bitch. <laughs> that one, one set did come back and they're like, oh, she's really cold. She's above, the, like, they're shibian doing their bee language, and she's like, oh, above the tree line, oh, huh? No, uh, it's, you know what it is? Oh, no, that's when she grabs the staff yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah, really she's cold. like reluctantly, like, oh, fine, I'll get the fucking staff. And, like, she touches it and it's cold. It's, like, steaming and it's cold. And she's like, oh, okay. It's somewhere high up. And then, like, she comes across a dumb fucking eagle who can't eat. <laughs> and it's like. We're, we're glossing over yeah. the part where she rides it like a broom and yeah. she oh, loses yeah. her McFucking mind. She has to. She has to very <laughs> reluctantly, like, ask the staff for help because she's, like. She's very, very, like, bitter about having to ask the wizard staff to help. And so she basically is like, please help me. And then it fucking drags her. And the wizard staff, like, just get, just get on. I promise I won't hurt you. <laughs> and then it just fucking catapults her over to Esk. It's like getting on a Minecraft in fucking Minish Cap. It's insane. Yeah. Like, it just zooms. Yeah, with the minecarts. It's like being a passenger in Crazy Taxi. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 welcome to Crazy Taxi. Um, crazy Staffy. Um, <laughs> I love, uh... God. Yeah, like, I love that she has to do this, like, I've, I've been talking about how the, the kind of arc I want her to have, like, this is where I start to get interested in that, where I'm just like, right. okay, she has to come to terms with her pride, and she has to accept the help of, of this Staffy. fucking staff that she hates, and the kind of magic that she hates. Um, yeah. I don't know. She has to deal with that. Yeah, and, like, so this this is, like, you know, where she starts developing, at, and, like, learning to respect slash at least acknowledge that like different kinds of magic are fine and so she she finds esk in the the eagle body and it's like so tired that it can't move but it still fucking bites her and she's like all right asshole and she scoops it up and takes it okay fucker i'm gonna go behind this rock so that you don't see me changing into my goddamn petticoat yeah and see me rip my petticoat off so i can wrap you up in it and take you away and then she just makes she just puts it in her little like home animal hospital and is like, "All right, here's like food and water." Yeah. But Esk like can't come back basically. Like she's her mind and this eagle's mind have melded, and uh, Granny Weatherwax doesn't know how to like untangle them basically. But she has to get that staff. But, yeah. 
she grabs that staff and the staff is like it's like this dummy <laughs> listen 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 <laughs> ripping a human mind from an animal mind that's extremely easy wizard shit Dumbass. Yeah, it's like dummy. It's like, mm, like, but that would be easier if you had unlimited magical power. Unlimited power. <laughs> and she's like, "Fine, I'll do the stupid staff thing." And like, it's like, yeah, home remedies and like a bit of manipulative psychology and the placebo effect are great, but maybe you could use a scalpel. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a knife. <laughs> Here's a fucking gun. <laughs> Here's a magic gun. It's God, I'm thinking of fucking the Shriek cast gun spell. I fucking love every time they talk about the gun spell. It's fucking, so good. You know, that makes me think about the fucking, like, dragonology, like, gunology. <laughs> uh, here's a book all about gunology, kids. Gunology. The real magic. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, so she grabs the staff and she's like, fine, I'll do this wizard magic thing. And, you know, she starts doing, like, uncontrollable, powerful magic. And it, like, empowers her enough that she can, like, weasel her mind into there and sort of unstick all of the the esque bits from the eagle bits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can esque whistle... I don't know, we gave, we gave the eagle rapturous enjoyment mustard. mustard. <laughs> Let us whistle. God, it really, it's, it's literally that fucking bit. It mm-hmm. really is. And she's, she's like spitting out rainbow mist and stuff. And then like, she just like, she finishes and she just kind of like wakes up sprawled out on the floor. And everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool. Um, and so es- Esk is safe. And... Uh, Granny Weatherwax has like the worst hangover of her life. It just feels like garbage. Uh huh. So es- Esk is safe. Granny Weatherwax is about to give her a fucking earful. I bet because yeah, <laughs> you're a dumb a- idiot. Yeah, she sends the eagle outside, and the eagle's like, mm, I should be pissed about something, but I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the <laughs> fucking sentence we end on. It's Go very on. good. I'm interested to see where the rest of this goes. Um, yes. Because there's been stuff that I like and stuff that I uh, do not enjoy. Um, so I'm hoping <laughs> we can outweigh that. Yeah, I, like, that the gendered magic doesn't really go away for the course of Discworld, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But it's worth remembering that when this book came out in 1987, Terry Pratchett was already 39 years yeah, old. Like, like I, it's just something that I have to deal with and get over. Yeah. Like, like, I don't think yeah. any other books feature, wi- like, witches and wizards in direct comparison like this. Yeah, fuck it. Terry tells you on, like, page one, he's just like, yeah, you know, no, this is a, this is a book about magic and sex. And I'm like, yeah, Terry, you did tell me at that on page one, yeah. so I should maybe remember that on page <laughs> 60 like content warning yeah he did he did warn me (laughs) content warning cis man writing about gender Uh, um with like (laughs) i don't because it's like it's uncomfortable but it's like i'm willing to give him it feels like it's uncomfortable but with a point yeah i'm willing to give him space to like tell the story and do something with it that like is good but you know it's just it's just like you know it's going to be weird for a little bit because it has to like establish all those things and as we've talked about this section in a vacuum is like 
Yeah, fair enough. It is genuinely, like, weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's... Julie, yeah. I'm glad you brought up, like, second wave feminism, because it's got huge second wave energy. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I think that's also... Also, also. Yeah. also. I was just going to say, also, also, this book is from 1987. Exactly. So, like... like I, yeah. I don't... It's also, I think, as well, due to the fact that uh, Britain really, like, clung on to primarily second-wave feminism for a very long time, because mm. it's kind of just an island of tough items. I was going to say. I was going to say. All of them got picked off, too. I was going There is a history that explains that all of every other academic institute around the world kind of just laughed them out of the room. <laughs> so they all ended up in mm. England. And then J.K. Rowling was born. Uh, just kidding, <laughs> what, a, what a coincidence, huh? But as Holly and I have also said, like Pratchett does seem to like have a lot more of an open mind to things outside of that very what? small box. Yeah. Like, like I, I know your reaction was like, "Oh fucking Christ!" when I brought up female dwarfs uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, li- literally, Cheery Little Bottom is one of my favorite Discworld characters. I love her so much, yeah. and like. The, the 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 dwarf like see the thing is is that like Pratchett dwarfs are like all of them all of them are three feet tall, all of them are heavily muscled, all of them wear armor, mm-hmm. all of them have thick beards and like like declaring you're a woman like in public as a dwarf is like like a lot of comparisons are made like considering the book came out in like the early nineties, a lot of comparisons are made to like um uh, coming out as gay, sort of, but it's very much a gender thing. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's kind of a weird thing in uh, the way Pratchett handles it, is that in dwarf society, dwarf is your gender. Like, there, there yeah, should not your be gender a is difference. There so is, it's more like... There is one gender, and tackling, it is dwarf. Yeah. And it's dwarf. He's, yeah, he's tackling the idea that, oh, what, like, it's more... A, I, um, like, like a cultural attacking identity. Attacking the structures of tradition, yeah. rather than, like... like there, there's a there's an in Thud, which was the second Discworld book I ever read, and the one, two, three, four, fifth watch series book. Great job, Holly. <laughs> um, um, there's a, an opera that um, is featured pretty heavily, where a dwarf uh, sings about their love for another one, and um, Sam Vimes is like, but aren't they both, uh... And then his wife is like, they're both dwarfs, honey. (laughs) And, uh... You don't need to ask any questions beyond that. Drag (laughs) him! Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, you know... Ordinarily, like, if I weren't being recommended this series, I would be, like, pretty on edge about the way stuff is being handled so far, but because, yeah. like... It only gets better from here, is what I, I will I, say. I think a difference as well in future books compared to this one is, in this one, Pratchett is still trying to insert himself as some kind of authority as the author. In future books, that really, like, that role lessens so much. So Wait, becomes... I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> it, very much, it very much feels more like uh, Pratchett is just talking about interesting things he has read about mm-hmm. in future He's books. here for the ride. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm willing I'm willing to, like, give it the benefit of the doubt and see where it goes. Oh, yeah, and just to be full, like, full disclosure, you and um, Jess's trepidation about it is totally fair. Mm. Like, genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Mark, you've, again, getting back to this, you've read the first 70 pages of Mort, like, twice at this um, point. Um, yeah. 
Uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like it so far, though. Like, it's getting there for yeah. me. Um, yeah. I want to see more weird magic stuff. And I want to see... I, yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. From what I remember, you'll fucking get yeah, that. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm curious what, you know, what Esk is going to go through and sort of, like, what her process of growing up and sort of understanding herself is going to be like. Um, so in that case, Jess, where can we find you on the online? Uh, as always, you can find me at Several Bad Puns on Twitter. You can find my show I do about the Twilight Zone at the Spooky Spot. Uh, that's about it. Uh, Julie, how about you? You can find me on Twitter at Gatsby Lowe, spelled L-O-W at the end. Uh, locked account, uh, teacher and everything like that. But feel free to send me a uh, follow request and I'll try and find it amidst all the spam. And you can find me on Instagram at DL Hobbies. Uh, that's where me and my partner just paint and show off a bunch of Warhammer stuff. Um, Mark, how about you? You can follow me on Twitter at Avengifier. Um, I'm trying not to be on there as much unless I have stuff to post. So, uh, you know, I haven't been on as much because I'm trying to you know, worry about my mental health and whatever. Um, ha! And the, and the hell site. And the, hell site. the hell site's very Could- bad. <laughs> Couldn't be me. I, I am um, just trying to avoid letting myself just like sit and read every single tweet that comes across my timeline because uh, uh-huh. that will yeah. kill me. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's that's where all my friends live. That's why I'm there. Yeah, so. that's yeah. like I I'm still like checking it occasionally, but I'm trying not to just like let myself and like sit there and scroll through for I'm, hours. I'm so glad I'm on multiple discords where my friends are, mm. so that like I can kind of like ignore Twitter yeah. a little. So like I. I do see stuff, but it's just like I don't check and read every tweet that I have on my timeline, basically. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I am I am still tweeting and stuff, but uh, you can give me a follow there. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Chum Personable. Um, you can find my Patreon where I post episodes of the podcast Mark, Jess, and I do called Loop on Lottery. Um, I post episodes there early. Um, the Patreon is patreon.com slash Holly B. Edelin. That's fucking right, Damn. motherfuckers. Go wow. off. <laughs> I'm experimenting with this now because my life is a joke. Um, Your life is a teenage robot. Yeah. Um, but I post episodes up there early. Um, by the time this episode goes up, we will have the episode where we had a guest on. Yeah. Um, and that, that's months ago at this about- point, Holly. <laughs> Oh Christ! You're We're right. gonna be by fucking time... done with Red Jacket by the time this comes out, dude. Oh my God! You fucking... The thing is, is that you're barely wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as of this recording, our most recent recording featured a guest. The episode was about Lupin being force-fed, and the um, uh, guest is a fat fetish artist, and he and I had some Ooh. things to say about this uh-huh. episode. Okay, fat right. fetish artist and friend That's... of Holly. That's right, it took fucking 138 episodes for me to fucking let this shit on to my other podcast. Mm-hmm. There we go, you're all it, welcome. It was a lot of I'm fun. cutting this from this podcast, I hope you know. <laughs> okay. But you can find that on Patreon, um, patreon.com slash hollybeedlin, and would you guys like to hear where we're reading up to next week? Sure yes, and I'm going to write it down this time. Next week, we are reading up to page 130. Um, on the line, Oh, said the dwarf, right then. <laughs> nice. Ominous. 
Um, but that, that is it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Do the, do the outro thing. And we will see you in a few hours and several hundred years from now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, Goodbye. want to know how dumb i am how, how every dumb time are you? every time we record i pour myself a glass of water so that i can have it and then mm-hmm. i literally don't take a i literally forget it exists and forget to drink out of it until we like take a break or something and then i'm like oh my god i'm fucking dying i need water mark you should drink your water i get you, you should drink your water and piss with us mark <laughs> I, get, I hate this fucking show. I get so <laughs> caught up in try and like trying not to sound like an idiot while we're recording that I like totally forget it's there. <laughs> I can't believe we have to rename this show the Piss Course. Okay, I'm gonna do. Please, <laughs> no, God, God. Okay, okay, no. okay, 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 Jesus. No. That's okay. That's a very different podcast. I feel like. <laughs> I mean, that'll bump our readership, but at what cost? Yeah. At what cost? Readership? Well, now one of us has to domain squat that. Yeah. Just in case. We have to, get, we have, hey, like, we have, to have it redirect to the, the podcast page.